26 minutes past the hour of 6, 97.3 City FM. Celestine Donko, Oguama Ofata, is worthy to be praised. We have so many things to be thankful for. It's the 15th day of February. 
It's mid-month. Seven weeks have gone. We're so grateful to God for his mercy, for his protection, for his provision, for his promotion, for his providence. Still reflecting on the five levels of leadership. Yesterday we spoke about leadership as influence. Leadership being a journey. Now the third thing you need to remember about leadership is that people come first. Effective leaders prioritize building relationships. They understand individual needs and empower their team members. So great leaders put people first. They also focus on vision and not rules. It's forward-looking and not backward-looking. They clearly articulate a compelling vision that inspires and motivates people to contribute their best. So it's not about fixing rules and insisting on them. It's about opening up for new visions, new horizons, new things. A great leader is one who makes yesterday's impossibilities today's realities. Business has brought to you by ADB. If you're a paid employee or salary worker, this is the time to talk to us about a loan. We have top-up loans at highly reduced interest rates. Enjoy longer tenors of up to six years. Call 0302-210-210 or 0302-224043. ADB, the People's Bank, ADB, truly a Greek and more. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. When the night has come And the land is dark And the moon is the only light we'll see No, I won't be afraid Oh, I won't be afraid Just as long as you stand Stand by me Should tumble and fall, or the mountain should crumble to the sea. I won't cry, I won't cry, no, I won't shed a tear just as long as you stand, stand by me.
632, oh, it's uh, Thursday morning. Benny King, stand by me. What a great, great, great prayer. Stay with me, stand by me, help me. We can't achieve success alone. If you want to go quickly, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. We need destiny partners. We need people we can work with. Not people who work for us, but people who work with us to achieve a dream. Your staff are not people who work for you. They must be people who co-create. Two power words. Co-creation, collaboration. Let's find people of like mind. He says, can two walk together except they agree? Appreciate your destiny partners. Appreciate those who support your vision. Those who come to help you succeed. Don't take all the plaudits alone. There are people who have been with you through thick and thin. Through the dark days. Celebrate the successes. They mourn the failures. Send an appreciation tweet. Send an appreciation text to somebody who stood by you. For the years. Or who stood for you. Oh yes, this is the City Breakfast Show. So much to do on the show this morning. The month of February is moving. We're in the second week. News by Reviews brought to us by Fidelity Bank. Switch and smile. Get a loan of up to 450,000 Ghana CDs from us. Get rewarded. Switch your existing salary loan to us. Or get a new personal loan and enjoy the lowest fixed interest rate. Repayment holiday option. Guaranteed fixed monthly repayments. And more. Call 0800-003355. Or walk into any of our branches. Let's help you achieve that dream. And Total Energies Marketing Ghana is offering you the specially formulated quartz engine oil with ART, 8 resistance technology. It's a breakthrough innovation, ensures optimal performance for your engine and improves protection against mechanical wear by up to 74%, even under extreme temperatures and pressure. Choose quartz from Total Energies, choose the engine oil that keeps your engine running efficiently and effectively. Quartz keep your engine younger for longer should tumble and fall or the mountain should crumble to the sea i will cry but it's an interactive show i think that the question for today is very simple will they make a difference most mm. people agree mm. that the, the team that's outgoing could have done better yep. so everybody's looking for renewed hope everybody wants better performance will these new ministers at the 11th hour make the significant dent in government performance to recover anything that's the question for the morning the other one is so which of the appointments do you find most intriguing some elevations some lateral movements and some big names leaving government after 7 years that's the big story broke actually on a city breakfast show uh, about 15 minutes to 10 when Richard Sky read the statement. <laughs> you know, the news break is such a funny thing. We're sitting here the whole morning reading the speculative or analytical story saying the man is going to do the reshuffle. And then when Parliament, I think when Parliament started, 
Oh, oh you got, you got before parliament started. Got it before parliament. Yeah. But they must have dispatched it to parliament yes. earlier. Yes. So I think I heard you around 9.40. It was 9... Oh, no, 9.50 9 there. 9.50. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so yeah. To the end of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So Ken is... It's funny. He's supposed to have left, but he's now been brought back in a different way. Okay. What way? Oh. So he's now a special advisor mm. on economy and also in charge of capital markets. Okay. <laughs> Is that, that a, an official position? Advices are official positions. Well, I just wonder whether presidential advices are official. Uh, yeah, so it's been officially communicated. Uh, some of the papers have, have captured yes. that. So that's in coming in from the presidency. Yeah, I just want to know whether there's a no. It's a fact. Are speculating no, no, it's not. It's not. The, the, position, the, the position is too particular to be spe, to be a speculation. It's, yeah. it's a very particular name they gave it. Yeah, because presidential advisor on the economy. Eugene Ahi issued a statement to say that. We will give well, we'll see. Of that. <laughs> you, 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 you doubt that? <laughs> no, I'm not doubting anything. You are like Thomas. Until you see. All things are possible. Uh, I want see. to see it feeling a dochi. No, yeah. there is advisor for heads. Obede, mpokulem kude, marekumek benedo. We'll get into that. All right, so the Daily Graphic has a lot of the story. Daily Graphic says this morning, new ministers face high expectations. 18 out. But are they really out? Also, December 7, opportunity... To rebuild nation. That's NDC. Yeah. My former member of parliament. Yes. Talking there at a press conference yesterday. And supplement on Ghana Hotels Association, Association Awards. Awards. Okay. Supplementary something. Ghanaian Times. Reshuffle. President fires 23 ministers in major shakeup. 13 ministers, 10 deputies go home. 8 new ministers, 11 deputies, 6 ministers of state appointed. Ghana marks 20 years of HIV antiretroviral treatment. Dr. Baumia responsible for current economic hardships. NDC speaking. Mm. The Daily Guide. Nana flies out. (laughs) 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 After a they reshuffle <laughs> MPP comments Akufuado for ministerial shakeup. Also, um, a story here Lands Ministry or Land Ministry uh, details Baumier's small scale mining policy. Mm. And then a tragic one Abyssin killer trial begins on March the 14th. The Chronicle has an interesting twist Beware, Accra Commando promoted to Commando General. Oh. Sayram Al Hassan to keep Ghana clean. Mm. KON to construct houses for Ghanaians and then Oforiata to be appointed presidential advisor on economy and soccer lovers spew out venom on GFA. Some of the placards, Mwedi Kakra, a year. The anchor newspaper says oh this God. morning Baumier's small scale mining policy, a game changer, according to a deputy minister at the Ministry of uh, Lands. Mm-hmm. Also on the front page this morning, we're told shake up looms at majority front bench. Kufuado's mm. Val's Day gift. And there are two photographs here on the front page. Alexander Penyo marking for a Futu deputy majority leader. And then also the majority chief with Frank and not Don Prayer also making the front page. Uh, the big story actually talks about infrastructure deficit. Mm. Prestigious Wesley Gale students sleep on bare floor. Mm. School prefect reveals as authorities call for help. This is completely oh. unacceptable. Mm. And a truly tragic one that hit oh. us yesterday in the morning. I didn't hear. Oman FM presenter yeah. Kobina Kwachi oh. is no more. May his soul rest. Yeah. I didn't hear that. Yeah, Daybreak's angle says he actually passed away at work. Yeah, Are you serious? Getting off radio and... 
Tragic one, tragic one. Our mm. hearts go out to Oman FM, the family, mm. and uh, mm. all the people mm. very much affected by this. Other stories on Daybreak of Riata now International Investment Envoy, direct flight from Ghana to China in the offing. Ambassador is speaking, and of Riata's boy chop hot over Bogo's job. And the business analyst says this morning ministerial reshuffle of Riata finally booted out. Upon Nkrumah heads to works and housing, Okoboy grabs health. Akoto Efriye wants import restrictions bill back on the table. Uh, reshuffle mere remix of Akufuado's failed government. <laughs> it's a remix, man. <laughs> yeah. Those are some of the stories. The new finder says Ghana spent $3 million at AFCON 2023. Ministers speaking, the big shake-up. They have photos of some of the new faces who are heading new min- uh, some of the ministries in the reshuffle. Mm. And hundreds of soccer enthusiasts demonstrate to demand reforms in Ghana football. A minority says reshuffle has come too late. Let's take you online. Akufado's removal of Oferiata, a mere window dressing. Isaac Adongo speaking. Yeah. Also, Joe Jackson says replacing Oferiata with Amin is too late. It only yield the necessary results. Meanwhile, the general secretary of MPP says there is room for uh, basically, no, basically saying that it is justifying the, the reshuffle. Oh, and he says the match can change in 10 months. Okay. He was speaking to Marisana yesterday. A few other stories. Parliament to probe debts owed Cocoa Road contractors. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Chinese prisoner did not escape during treatment at Kolebu according to the management of Kolebu. But has he escaped? Escapee, yes. He's escaped at a different place. Maybe on his way back, mm-hmm. but not in Kolebu. And we spent $3 million at AFCON. Now, we played three games. So, is it a million dollars per game? Is that what they are telling us? Mm-hmm. And then NDC is saying incompetent Bamiya is the worst person to lead Ghana. A few more stories on the front page of City Newsroom. Africans dissatisfied with public education, according to Afrobarometer report. And then I'll focus on rural housing and Saglemi project or Paul Nkrumah pledges. That's all citynewsroom.com. My journal line is talking about the same thing. Ten months is enough to make an impact. Kodi Afrimpon on last minute reshuffle. Yeah. Meanwhile, Averji James says incoming ministers should prioritize completing ongoing projects. Okay. In other stories, Kojun Pieni, former chief of staff, says timing of ministerial reshuffle is problematic. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, um, great Ampong, Nicolas Omanie Champon, all joined Save Ghana Football Demo. So it wasn't just sports journalists, other Ghanaians as well. And if you go to um, Star FM, Ministerial Reshuffle, when people lost Akufuado, meanwhile Akufuado leaves for Munich and Addis Ababa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they sign, then they leave. So you can't call and disturb him. <laughs> Youth and sports minister reveals government spent over three million dollars on failed Afghan trip to Cote d'Ivoire. Serious story. Mm. Now Class FM is also talking about that you wasted twelve million dollars of taxpayers' money on ghostly Japan deal. Hid it from us. Kofi Adams is not happy. And then Kofi uh, Efri Akoto's import restrictions issue is still here. And then a few other stories. There globally we're told one dead, twenty one injured in Super Bowl parade shooting. In Kansas City, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Hey, people should be careful in this world, though. Now, let me give you two stories of currency value. Bloomberg's Africa page. Nigeria's currency crisis is fueling a corporate exodus. Mm. So, Nigeria is having challenges with the Naira. But in East Africa, Kenya's shilling bounces back against the US dollar. 
So I guess it's different strokes for different currencies. You know, the Ruto has been taking some really hard stance against, you know. Yeah, so his currency is recovering, but the Naira is struggling. Mm. Those are the stories from the international bond and, and international news. Let's, let's give you some summary of the headlines. Okay, so let's take off this morning. Yeah. Uh, as we all know, the president has made changes to his government. Yeah. Mm. We do know, for instance, that some of the top names are Mohammed Amin Adam, currently a minister of state coming in. As finance as minister. minister. Kojo Fon Krumah mm. has been moved from the Ministry of Information, Information to, to take over as uh, Works and Housing Minister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lydia Sayyar Mahasan, currently on the front bench, is mm. going to lead the line at the Ministry of Sanitation, Water uh, Resources. Mm. Dr. Koboy has been elevated from mm. the position of the head of NHIA mm-hmm. uh, to the minister responsible for health. Remember, he was previously there mm-hmm. as a deputy minister. Mm-hmm. And Fatima to Abubakar, who did a fine job as deputy minister for information, mm-hmm. has been elevated to become the substantive minister. Let me give you two quick reactions. Replacement for Atta with Amin Adam, too late. It won't yield in the result. Joe Jackson, director of business operations at Dalex, says it's too late for the minister who replaces Kenneth Freyata to make a significant difference. And he basically told Umar Usana on Eyewitness News, mm. it's so late, so very late. Unfortunately, it's not going to bring about the needed boost that they could have. And this could have been really great. Mm. Then he says, Dr. Amin Adam is a first-class economist, an economist who comes with a background in development economics, with experience in working in the development of pro-poor and disadvantage in society. Mm. Now, so that's his view. Mm. Isaac Adongo has a similar view. He says, whilst I mean, Adam is a great guy, it's mere window dressing because the president has appointed the finance minister in a different capacity, mm. which he believes will still control uh, the minister designate. Mm-hmm. And then if you go to other websites, Kojun Pioni says timing of ministerial reshuffling is problematic. Mm. Former chief of staff and the SWA Kufo government has raised concern about the timing of the reshuffle. He expressed reservation, noting that while the president has a prerogative to make such changes, the proximity to the upcoming elections raises questions about the effectiveness and impact of the reshuffle. Yes. Yeah. James Aveji says ministers incoming should prioritize completion of ongoing projects. And then Kazela Tuforsin says it's a mere remix, mm-hmm. speaking of for the minority. What is the new position of the finance minister? You said the former finance yes. minister has been a new role. On page three of the Chronicle, Max Olofoyi writes that Kenneth Ferriata, former minister for finance, will soon be named senior presidential advisor on the economy. Uh, the Chronicle has learned he is also to be named as the president's special envoy on international investment and capital markets. Deep throat sources have told the Chronicle. And the minister for finance is not the only person to be given a new post after the reshuffle. The former Minister for Environment, Science, Technology and Innovation, Dr. Kwekwe Friye, who was relieved of his position on Wednesday, February 14, 2024, is tabled to be named as President's Envoy on Climate. The new portfolio follows the major changes President Okufuado made to his cabinet, which saw Mr. Ufuriata being dropped from the Finance Ministry. He has been in charge of the sector for the past seven years, since 2017, mm. when the Okufuado government took over the reins of Power. All right. Mm. Let's talk about sports, guy. We spent three million dollars mm-hmm. at the Afcon. Minister of Sports Mustafa Yusuf has revealed this in Parliament. Mm. Speaking on the floor on Wednesday, Mr. Yusuf said the amount was out of a total of five million released by the Ministry of Finance. According to him, a surplus of two point one million dollars was left after the Black Stars exit from the tournament. An estimated budget of five. Uh, it says our estimated budget for Afcon was eight million dollars right. to cater for the pre-tournament stages. This is our pre-camping stage. The tournament stage. That's the group stages. And also the round of 16 stage, quarter final, semi final, etc. So the whole budget would have been 8 million. Out of this amount, 5 million was released by the Ministry of Finance, of which 3 million was spent on the pre campaign in Kumasi. Mm. This resulted, this resulted in a surplus of 2.1 million. 
What well, million dollars or Ghana cedis? Dollars. Money in this country. Three million was spent on uh, on pre camping in Kumasi and three matches. Uh. Ah. So one one match. We say one this one factory. One match. One million. What KPI was given to him when he was? That's running? what the protesters spoke about. Okay. So their 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 protest was talking yeah. about. Okay. That. Let me take you to the Daily Graphic, the back page. Uh, tension flare up. Um, at protest for football uh, reforms. Yeah. Now, the story is by Beatrice Laie, mm -hmm. and it says a protest match yesterday by hundreds of Ghanaians demanding reforms in football administration and the revival of the Black Stars ended in near chaos. And as angry uh, demonstrators booed and charged at the Deputy Minister for Youth and Sports, Evanzo Poku Bobier, mm -hmm. and leading officials of the Ghana Football Association who showed up at the Independence Square to address the demonstrators at the end of the three-hour match. Mm -hmm. Now, the angry reaction of the crowd prompted the sweet intervention of the police, who waxed away the Deputy Minister, GFE General Secretary, mm -hmm. uh, Prosper Harrison Addo, and... Uh, Udru Safu, a member of the GFA Executive Council, in a pickup to avert any danger. Now, it was an anti-climax uh, to an otherwise peaceful protest dubbed Save Ghana Football, which was organized to exert pressure on the government and the GFA to find a lasting solution to the dwindling fortunes of... Bernard, let me just give you captions uh, of some of the placards no that the people showed up with. Yeah, I just want to run a quick comment. You see... Let, let's let's know what we are asking for. You have done a good exercise. Mm. At the end of the day, you intended to submit a petition. Mm -hmm. Someone in government has got to come and receive that. Mm -hmm. Regardless of how you feel about the person, there's absolutely no basis to want to want to rush in and attack the people. It is completely unacceptable. Mm. We all feel that the way Ghana football is going mm -hmm. is, is, is not in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And if people have to be fired, let them be fired. Mm. But if people in their official capacity are coming to receive the document you say mm -hmm. should be the road map mm. or the way forward, please. Have some decency and mm -hmm. patience to deal with them. So what are some of the captions saying? Bernard, Black Stars is not cash out avenue for GFA. Mm. Give local based players opportunities. Ghana must have one football policy. Our domestic league has collapsed. Women football uh, deserve equal opportunity. Training behind closed doors. Are pay it all. All of that. Stop spoiling our bets. Let's talk about the Chinese SKP. City Newsroom is reporting that management of Kolebu City Hospital has vehemently debunked claims that a Chinese prisoner escaped during treatment at the hospital. Now, the Chinese national was serving a one-year sentence and someone prison for theft and other serious offenses uh, that we are told. Now, the incident occurred after the individual allegedly feigned illness and was subsequently transferred to Kolebu for medical treatment on Wednesday, February 7. However, in a statement posted on his Facebook handle and signed by head of PR, Mustafa Salifu, the hospital explained that the prisoner left the hospital in the company of two prison guards. Okay. After the x-ray, he was given a brief on the procedure to be done for him, mm -hmm. which was estimated to cost 660 days. However, he did not have sufficient funds to undergo treatment immediately mm -hmm. and was therefore rescheduled to come back for the procedure on 9 February. Mm -hmm. The prisoner therefore left the clinic and the hospital in the company of the two prison guards. Okay. He, we have since not set eyes on him until we heard about his escape in sections of the media. Oh. It is therefore not true that the prisoner escaped while receiving treatment in Kolebu. <laughs> so basically, the two prison guards must answer. They must answer. They they, must find the it. guy gives a blow-by-blow blow account. Uh -huh. 
Powerful. He gives 10 points mm-hmm. that the man is so you don't know where the guy is. Mm-hmm. So if you see Shifu somewhere, please call the police. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Babia is responsible for current economic hardships. NDC is speaking. Mm. Sorry, by Malik Suleimana, the National Democratic Congress. NDC on Wednesday mm. said Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia cannot be trusted as President of Ghana. Now, according to the NDC, Dr. Baumia was responsible for the current economic hardships Ghanaians are going through. Addressing a press conference at the party's head office in Adabaka Akwa, General Secretary of the NDC, Fifi Fiavikwete, asked Dr. Baumia to apologize to Ghanaians for the many unfulfilled promises of the new patriotic party. He said the NDC bequests to the NPP a resilient economy, two oil fields which, are, uh, which accounted for the 8% economic growth in 2017, stabilization fund of $250 million, energy sector levy ESLA of 3 billion Ghana cities, sinking fund of $250 million, which the NPP used to address the COVID-19 pandemic and payment of energy debts. He therefore asked Ghanaians to vote against Dr. Baumia, mm. who is the flag bearer of the NPP. Well, let's stay with the economy because yeah. inflation, we are told, mm. has begun its business. 23.5%. You know, it has <laughs> resumed <laughs> its upward trajectory. Yeah, so it, it should be careful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, no, what I mean. Yeah. You should know this. Now, here's the story. It's, in, it's on page two of the Daily Guide. Yeah. Inflation has gone up marginally, recording mm. 23.5%. For January 2024. Now, this follows five consecutive months of decline with an inflation of 23.2% in December 2023. Mm-hmm. Now, according to data from the Ghana Statistical Service, the increase in year on year inflation was influenced by a sharp surge mm-hmm. in non food items. Now, this yes. included housing, uh, Honorable Kujopongluma, clothing, mm-hmm. and transport, Honorable KT Amond, and uh, the, my, my friend from the Central region increased to 20.5 percent in January mm-hmm. uh, 2024 and 18.7 percent in December 2023. So inflation resumes its upward trajectory yeah. uh, in terms of pricing. Mm. But uh, two stories on economy that will interest you: the Kenyan shilling yes. posted its strongest intraday gain against the U.S. dollar in the last 12 years <coughs> on Wednesday, reaping from a tide of investor confidence after government received significant inflows to pay off the two billion dollar euro bond. The dramatic gain on Wednesday lifted the local unit to its strongest level since November last year while wiping out all the losses this year. So that means the Kenyan selling is doing better. The Nigerian situation is different. So the story says that um, as Nigeria's vice president cut the ribbon on Procter & Gamble's diaper production line in 2017, the $300 million facility near Lagos was hailed as a symbol of the country's economic ambition. In December this year, so just five years later, Procter & Gamble said it was leaving, December last year, it was leaving Nigeria. Now, the, the U.S. consumer goods giant is not alone. In recent months, at least three other global conglomerates have announced they are exiting Africa's most populous nation. Why? Now, among them are GSK, PLC, that's the pharmaceutical company, Bayer AG Pharmaceutical, and Sanofi FA. Last year, Unilever also cut some of its products in the manufacturing uh, line, and Nestle also posted losses. Now, here's the thing. At the heart of the exodus is the scarcity of dollars that the international businesses need to repatriate in earnings. So it's yeah, a big story. Now, the Central Bank of Nigeria has devalued the Naira twice in the past eight months and is still struggling to clear a backlog of demand for dollars that companies require to pay debt and import raw materials. A near-complete absence of reliable electricity and congestion at Nigeria's ports are compounding the problem. So there's a scarcity of dollars and that is affecting these companies. Charlie, the way forward, though, local... I would have said they should come here. Oh. <laughs> they should come here. Oh. <laughs> But good back, good back, good back. They, they should come. Mm. <laughs> <But> <laughs> <not> <laughs> there, 
There's a story I want to draw it to your attention quickly. You know, yesterday we were talking about Ali Muhammad Sports oh, Stadium. Charlie. Yes. Uh, we are told that it has now been closed down for maintenance. maintenance. And the Daily Guy has that story by Eric Combat from Tamale. It says mm-hmm. the Ghana Football Association has temporarily closed down mm. the Ali Muhammad Stadium in Tamale for maintenance works. Mm. Now, a statement by the Director of Communications of the GFA Julius Ben uh, Emuna said, I wish to humbly bring to your attention that after a discussion with the facility owners of the Aliu Mahama Stadium, it has been agreed that the stadium is closed for the next six weeks for maintenance works to be completed on the pitch. Bernard, a couple of stories in the daybreak that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, this one says that there's going to be direct flight from Ghana to China soon. All right. That's in the offing. The ambassador is speaking. Plans are underway for the creation of a direct flight from Ghana to the Republic of China. Mm. The airline, when operationalized, would uh, face out the era of transits of air travelers to China, Guangzhou, and uh, in the country, stressing that China has a great interest in developing this plan. Mm-hmm. Now, according to Dr. Winfred Ni Okai Hammond, Ghana's ambassador to China, he has been at the forefront of seeing uh, its realization. So that's um, mm-hmm. good news in the orphan. Okay. Now, 19% of teenagers have experienced pregnancy. Now, this is GSS saying a so report. That's one out of five. Yeah, that's a report by the Ghana Statistical Service and it has showed that almost one out of five female teenagers constituting 19% of young women between the ages of 15 to 19 years have experienced teenage pregnancy. This was captured in the GSS wow. Ghana Demographic and Health Survey 2022. Okay. All right. Now uh, let me take you to a rather uh, heartbreaking oh, Charlie. one. Uh, the news is carried by the Anchor newspaper page 5. Mm. One FM presenter, Kobina Kwachi, one of our own, mm-hmm. is dead. Oh, uh, It's a troubling one. It says popular broadcaster with Medina based Oman 107.1 FM, Kwabena Kwache, has reportedly died. Now, mm. the tragic news occurred yesterday, the 14th day of February 2024, shortly after appearing on the station's morning oh. show program, National Agenda, as a panelist. Now, aside being an important figure at the station, he also hosted a political show program, Boiling Point, which is aired on Tuesday and Thursday evenings. We take this opportunity. Oh, oh, Charlie, uh, condolences to them. I like the Chronicles editorial today anti sleep alarm for motorists to stem road accidents. So they've given the road road crash statistics and they are championing uh, a way in which people can stay awake because a lot of these accidents occur at night. Well, and the suspense that the drivers were sleeping yeah. while driving. I, I think we should install it in the seats of our public officers too. So yeah. that when they are public events and then only Doma, then you press the thing, they like, <laughs> <laughs> Is it your sleep? Sometimes they are meditating. <laughs> they are receiving message. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. City Business News next, brought to you by MTN, also brought to you by Girl and Old Mutual. Nashi Gassi is here with the news. Good morning. 
Good morning, Bernard. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of the City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyle, Access Bank and Old Mutual. My name is Nashika Siza. Coming up, economists predict further increase in inflation in coming months as countries' inflationary levels surge to 23.5% in January 2024. Also coming up, replacement of finance minister will not impact the economy. This is according to Director of Strategy and Business Operations at Dalex Finance, Joe Jackson. Let's now settle for the details. Economist Dr. Patrick Isumin is predicting a further increase in inflation in the coming months following the recent announcement of a slight rise of 23.5% in January 2024 from 23.2% recorded in December 2023. The general increase in the prices of goods and services, according to The Economist, stems from pressures on the economy, which commenced from the latter part of last year and is expected to continue throughout this year. In an interview with City Business News, Dr. Isumin stressed that the economy will keep experiencing a surge in inflation this year. I don't think it's uh, much of a cause concern. This is uh, it's just one event. Uh, we, don't, we haven't seen a trend yet, I think. And for me personally, it was quite expected. I think when you look at since the end of last year, the pressures has been building. You know, and there's even a chance that it might go up again because there are discussions that suggest that poor prices might go up. Utility prices seem to be going up. So it's not too worrying. It's just a barely 0.3 percentage point increase. So that's not much. But I think that for me, it was largely expected. I think the factors that had led to the decline that we've been seeing in the last six or so months, we knew that now some wage negotiations are kicked in, you know, wage, wage bills have gone up, especially for the public sector. And uh, there's a sense that some transport expenses, fuel has started going up a little bit. So that, that was largely expected. But to the extent that it's only a, a very small percentage point increment, I think we, we don't have to get concerned yet. Dr. Patrick Isumin is an economist. Now, the Director of Strategy and Business Operations at Dalex Finance, Joe Jackson, has expressed the opinion that a replacement of Finance Minister Ken Ufuriata has come too late to make a significant impact on the economy. According to him, the new Finance Minister, Mohamed Amin Adam, may not have enough time to effect substantial changes. Joe Jackson tells City News the change should have occurred earlier for it to have a more meaningful full effect it's happened but it's so late unfortunately it's not going to bring about the needed boost that they could have and that boost could have been really great listen dr uh mohammed amin adab is a first class economist he's an economist who comes with a background in development economics he's an economist who comes from the background of uh with an experience in um, working for the development of poor and disadvantaged in the society. He's done work for Oxfam. He's done work for DFIB. And we could go on and on and on. Such that typically putting such a person in, the, in charge at this time of crisis should give the needed boost that the disadvantaged, the poor in society would receive help. That would make the difficult economic policies easier to swallow. Unfortunately, he's coming 
nine months plus the time. And that, for me, is a problem. Joe Jackson is the Director of Strategy and Business Operations at Dalex Finance. Meanwhile, the Bolgatanga Central Member of Parliament, Isaac Adongo, laments that the purported appointment of the former Finance Minister, Ken Ufoyata, as the Senior Presidential Advisor on the Economy, will stifle the work of the newly appointed Minister of Finance, Mohamed Amin Adam. Uh, I do not doubt the competence and the abilities of uh, Dr. Mohamed Amin, except to say that they've given him the job in one hand and taken it with the right, uh, because now he is a minister, and they, they've appointed the very person that we're removing as the president, the senior presidential advisor on the economy. What that simply means is that for Mohamed Amin to be able to get any policy through in cabinet or through executive approval of the president, the president has to go and consult uh, Keno Furiata. And so technically, it means that Mohamed Amin cannot do anything if Keno Furiata is not in agreement because he would advise the president against it. Isaac Adongo is a member of parliament for Bolgatanga Central. Away from that, the mobile money advocacy group MOMAC has expressed deep concern over what it claims to be a case of double deductions affecting agents in the mobile money sector. According to the president of the association, the Ghana Revenue Authority GRA deducts 1% when agents perform transactions, transferring funds between their wallets and banks. He argues that this deduction constitutes an just double tax as telcos already deduct taxes from agents' commissions before payment. Speaking to City Business News, Edward Ajiman called for urgent attention to their concerns. Our concern is about the, the deduction, the deduction of the one percent when agents um, agents do pull and push from their wallet the bank or from the bank to their wallet and they already that one percent of the amount which we have evidence and we have written to GRA to meet them for an explanation and then a refund of the money that they have uh, deducted from our agent because uh, before the telcos will pay we agent they deduct tax from our commission before they give us our, our commission. So I don't, we don't see the reason why we must be taxed again. That meaning double tax. You have the president of the Mobile Money Advocacy Group, Momak President, that's Edward Oforia Jiman speaking there. Now the Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana is advocating for a portion of the International Monetary Fund's bailout package to be dedicated to the agricultural sector. The association believes this allocation is crucial to addressing the myriad of challenges facing the sector. At the National Stakeholders Dialogue on Irrigation Development in Ghana, the president of the Peasant and Farmers Association of Ghana, Weipa Awal Eduwala, further underscores the importance of properly implementing the second phase of the Planting for Food and Jobs initiative. PFAD has been anxious and waiting for the implementation of the phase two of the Planting for Food and Jobs program since it was launched by His Excellency the President. The high cost of agriculture inputs and other services is adversely affecting the activities of our members. I made a call last year to the government to consider allocating part of the first branch 
of the IMF money to the agriculture sector to support the activities of smallholder farmers to increase production and subsequently food supply in the market. I would like to repeat that call again for the government to speed up the implementation of the planting for food and jobs phase two to help reduce the cost of production for smallholder farmers. That was the president of the Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana, Weipia Awal Adugwala. Now, the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagrin, has disclosed intentions to establish a high-powered committee to investigate the delayed payment of arrears to Cocoa Road contractors. Alban Bagrin says he has received multiple petitions from both Cocoa Road contractors and those from the Roads and Highways Ministries. The contractors have been expressing concerns and agitating over the government's delay in disbursing payment owed for work done on various roads across the country. Alban Gwagin says the committee will be tasked to address these issues and ensure a resolution. This cocoa button is an inheritance from the colonial masters. The cocoa industry was used for their benefit. We are still continuing that. Can't we change? It's sad. I have received a lot of petitions from contractors for non-payment of their labor, a lot of areas, both roads and highways and the cocoa board. In fact, I propose to set up a high-powered committee here to investigate that matter. It's very, very important. So please, let's take this serious. That was the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagwin. Now, the Board of Directors of Carl Bank PLC has announced the appointment of Mr. Carla Sem as its Acting Managing Director of the Bank, effective 13th February 2024. This follows the retirement of Mr. Philip Oredu, effective 13th February 2024, capping his four-year tenure as Managing Director and a 20-year tenure at the bank. Mr. Sem, who has held the position of Deputy Managing Director at Carl Bank since September 2022 brings to this position over 20 years of proven expertise in marketing, sales, relationship management, customer service, and business development. Now, on the interbank foreign exchange market where banks trade among themselves, the dollar remained unchanged and is selling at 12 CDs 16 pesos. The British pound lost three pesos and is selling at 15 CDs. 31 pesos. The euro remained unchanged and is selling at 13 cities. However, at some forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar is selling at 12 cities 55 pesos, while the British pound could be sold to you at 15 cities 65 pesos, and the euro is going for 13 cities 35 pesos. And that's it for the breakfast edition of the City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle, Access Bank, and Old Mutual. My name is Nashika Siza. Many thanks for spending your time with me. To have a great business day. The news was also brought to you by Own Mutual. Ten years of greatness in Ghana. Here for a lifetime. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. 40 minutes past seven. City Breakfast Show this morning. Kick off his next our sports news segment brought to you by Le Sherho. Great news from Le Sherho Savings and Loans. We have reduced our interest rates to uh, from now till April 30 in the Le Sherho Back to School promo. That means you can get payroll loans at significantly reduced rates. Apply for a back to school loan today or sort out the family's educational needs quickly. Call Kafui on 0270 040 799. 
0270 Let's share who let's improve life. Segment is also brought to you by Shell. With over 100 years of innovation, you won't be just buying any fuel but the most advanced fuels, which will save you money in the long run. Shell fuels with Dynaflex Tech are Shell's most advanced fuels designed to prevent deposit buildup and keep your engine clean and protected. They're also designed to help save fuel and get extra kilometers from each tank fill so you can do more in your car. So drive into a Shell station today and fuel up your car with Shell fuels designed for engine efficiency. Go well. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. So this morning, Nathan Kwao has decided to join the sports desk again. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm just holding an end. But in the headlines, though, sports minister calls for a national dialogue on football. I'll be telling you more about that. Lazio and PSG are the winners from last night's UEFA Champions League round of 16 encounter. And in the United States, the LA Clippers, they stand the Golden State Warriors and snap the Dubs' winning run. Let's begin with Ghana football. And yesterday was a very, very important day in the life of Ghana football. Several fans were out on the streets demonstrating um, together under the theme, the Save Ghana Football demonstration. Several journalists were there. The convener, Sadiq Adams, Veronica Komi, other leading sports journalists were there to let out their frustration together with football fans. Now, the end game was to present a petition to parliament a 15-point petition was presented to the leadership of parliament and afterwards the group was allowed into the public gallery to sit and observe deliberations and discussions on the floor on ghana football now as the discussions were going on the sports minister mustafa yusif who's mp for yagaba kubori advocated for a national dialogue to improve ghana football he said his ministry together with stakeholders was developing a comprehensive plan to rejuvenate Ghana's passion for football and he said there would be a particular focus on enhancing the performance of the Black Stars. The Ministry of Youth and Sports is aware of disappointments among, Ghan- among the Ghanaian populace and therefore intend to put measures that will lead to the national dialogue of all stakeholders to come out with a modern and inclusive way of managing our national teams. We are left with just one option. And that option is to do whatever is necessary to build football, to build Ghana's football, and give the blaster a rebirth. So that's Mustafa Yusif, the sports minister and MP for Yagaba Kubori. Now, when he was done uh, with his presentation, MP for Insuamad Raji, Frank Anod Dompre, also took the floor to say that a deeper review of Ghana football was key to progress he said it was time to do a forensic review get to the heart of the matter clean out the mess and put ghana football back to a place of pride i must emphasize that it cannot be business as usual that critical action that must be taken and i i look i look back and see my friend minister i want to be charitable in terms of the commentary but it cannot be business as usual because we are we are all the effects of football on our economy cannot be overemphasized. So football has an interface on the economy. It has an interface on many aspects of our lives. We are all concerned. And let nobody think that 
it is you against us. We are all concerned about the matter. Let's all accept it, and we must be humble enough to accept that there is something wrong with the running of our senior national team, the Blasters. There is something definitely wrong with that. And I hear all the statements about reform and reform. I hear my colleague, Yonabu Suhini, being very loud, very, very clear. It cannot just be any reform at all. Yes, I agree there should be some reform. But we must be specific on what we want to do. Even if we have to interfere to attract the sanction of FIFA. We've heard about that. If we interfere in football administration, FIFA is going to sanction us. And what? If that is what we should come to, if push comes to shove, we must do it. Strong words from MP4 in Swamadraji, Frank Anodompre on the floor of Parliament. So like I said, the 15-point petition uh, was presented by the convenience of the Save Ghana Football Demo to the leadership of Parliament. Now, parts of that petition or certain aspects of the petition um, look at developing a national football policy, putting together a commission of inquiry, looking for accountability, the dissolution of the search committee on the hands for a new Black Stars coach and structural reforms and reduction of tax on football-related events and supplies. Very elaborate uh, petition there put together by the convener. So if you could not join the demonstration, I'm sure you've seen the pictures online and on the various social media platforms. It was a day when football fans came together with stakeholders like journalists, some football officials, and people who just love the Ghanaian game and want the game to progress. Let's get to Europe where the game has progressed and is still progressing. And there was action in last night's UEFA Champions League serving. ...to him overlay, but he's wriggled through anyway. Can he find Isaacson? Can he find the net? It's deflected behind by Upper Meccano, but the referee has pointed to the spot. And it's a red card for Deo Upamecano. Immobile. Beats Neuer. Lazio 1. Bayern Munich 0. by Dembele. Met by Marquinhos. And Bappe pounces. Alert and aware. Helped on by Fabian Ruiz. Bacola. Through on goal. And scoring PSG second. The high points from a Wednesday night of UEFA Champions League round of 16 action. Lazio were 1-0 winners over Bayern Munich. Chiro Immobile's 69th minute penalty. The difference on the night as another bad result was chalked in the books of FC Bayern München. In Paris, it was pleasant for the Parisians as PSG beat Real Sociedad by two goals to zero. At the Parc du Prince, it was Kylian Mbappe and Bradley Barcola. They scored to give the Parisians a 2-0 lead heading into the second leg. Let's hear from PSG star man Kylian Mbappe who spoke after the game. To win at home, uh, it was the objective and, and we did it. Now uh, we have another game to play uh, before we have three or four games with the league. So we are happy now, but uh, the job is not done. And with the return leg to come in San Sebastian, how important is it to take a lead going into that tie? It's, it's really important always, always, uh, because uh, we know how tough it is to, to take the advantage in the Champions League. And now we did it and we have to keep going, to keep working like a team. And, and we're going to be there for a win and, and to go to the, quarter, to the quarterfinal. Sorry. Thank you very much. Congratulations. PSG star man Kylian Mbappe speaking there after his goal and that of Bradley Barcola's 
um, helped PSG to beat Real Sociedad by two goals to zero. The football continues this evening as the Europa League playoffs will be played. In some selected games, Feyenoord will face Roma. Galatasaray, who dropped out of the Champions League, will face Sparta Prague, Shakhtar Donetsk, Tisco Olympique de Marseille, and AC Milan will face Stadren in the Europa League playoffs. And winners from this round will now head into the next stage of the Europa League competition let's um wrap it up with some basketball from the united states and steph curry's 51 points were still not enough as somehow the golden state warriors led by a good chunk of the game they managed to lose to rivals la clippers 125 to 130 at um the or the the their home ground the chase center in san francisco in other games la lakers they beat the utah jazz 138 to 122 the phoenix suns beat the detroit pistons while the sacramento kings did a number on the denver nuggets 102 to 98 there were wins for the dallas mavericks the pelicans the grizzlies pacers cavaliers and the boston celtics the unbeaten home run or the good run at home continued with a 136 86 win over the brooklyn nets let's come back home and wrap it up with um the Ghana Football Association and they put out an announcement yesterday that the venue for Ghana's Olympic qualifier between the Black Queens and Zambia had been moved from uh, Kumasi to Accra. Now, the Black Queens were scheduled to play the Copper Queens of Zambia at the Babayara Stadium on the 23rd of February. Um, but that game has been moved to Accra. This is because three sanctioned high-profile games cannot take place at, at, the, at the venue within a three-day period. Media Mind Dreams will be playing in CAF Interclub games on the weekend of February 23 to 25. And so the Black Queens cannot be added to that schedule. And so they will have to play against Zambia in Accra. They host the first leg in Accra. Uh, before traveling to Lusaka for the second leg. And if they go past the Zambians, then the Olympic Games will beckon for the Black Queens for the very, very first time in their history. Wish them the very, very best. That's how we end this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Nathan Carr. Kickoff was proudly brought to us by Shell and Lecheho. There's more sports on citysportonline.com. We've got more news in the subsequent bulletins. And tune in to City TV later tonight at 10 p.m. for the City Sports Roundup with me. And I'll be running the rule over all the major sporting headlines in Ghana and globally today. Many thanks for listening. Do have a fantastic day. Stay safe. Take care and bye-bye. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation.
city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Cliff, 7.33 Quick round of birthday requests Kindly wish Eunice Yabwatima Eduse Branch head of Zenith Bank Achimota A happy special birthday Branch head, may our good Lord Continue to protect and guide you Your family And may you have good health and happiness, wealth And all you desire according to his will Enjoy your day From all of us at Zenith Bank Achimota Branch and all your loved ones, we love you to the moon and back. Also wishing Dr. Mrs. Evelyn Yaira Boni of Noguchi Memorial Institute a 50, happy 50th. Happy birthday to you from John Mark Bekui, Esquire. Dr. Mrs. Evelyn Yaira Boni. If you can't wait to visit friends or family in London, now you don't have to. This is because British Airways flies there 10 times ten times a week to two different airports. Flying to London, Heathrow or Gatwick, treat yourself to British Airways Club World and experience exceptional levels of comfort and service. Club World comes with a seat that reclines into a fully flat bed and offers you a premium dining experience. Or you can fly World Traveler Plus and enjoy a quieter, more spacious cabin. Fly BA and experience the best of British hospitality on your journey to London. Book at BA.com.
get the best returns on your investment invest with ivest a secured fixed term investment from easway that offers so much more with a minimum of 5,000 cities over a period of three months increase your earnings by investing over a maximum period of 12 months times are hard so invest right open an ivest account today and invest your way to massive wealth Call Easy on 059-6914-843 or text IVEST to 4993 to get started. Easyway is your trusted financial solutions partner. Easyway is a member of the Ghana Deposit Protection Corporation. And Enterprise, your leader in general insurance since 1924, celebrates 100 years with the Yafini Motor Insurance promotion. One lucky winner will drive off in a brand new Nissan Kicks SUV. First and second runners up will jet off to Dubai. All expenses paid to win, buy, or renew your vehicle insurance with Enterprise between January and June this year. Monthly raffle draws offer you lovely laptops, TVs, microwaves, fridges, and more. Also win instant free fuel coupons and gifts. Call us 0302-634-777 experience the time-tested and truly trusted 100-year legacy of Ghana's oldest insurer, Enterprise Insurance, your advantage. Yes, Downwell Insurance has been and remains your preferred insurance provider for all your general insurance needs. Their claim payment capacity is one that is the very best. They have policies or the policies they underwrite motor insurance fire insurance accident policies public liability policy and so much more get in touch with them on 0242 439488 or 0302 763065 that one insurance if it must be done it must be done well now gcb bank plc wishes to remind all its customers not to pay attention to messages or phone calls come, claiming to come from the bank asking you to link your ghana card to your account or provide your account or card details gcb will never send you such a message or make a call to you requesting your account or card details when in doubt call 0800-422-422 or chat with them via whatsapp 0202-422-422 or visit the nearest gcb branch gcb is your bank for life now pepsodent has introduced charcoal and herbal toothpaste variants charcoal is made of a fine blend of fluoride with a unique combo of natural charcoal lemon mint and zinc while the pepsodent herbal toothpaste is infused with a unique blend of green tea and herbal extracts remember to brush your teeth twice a day and pepsodent is recommended by the ghana dental association now, if going to London is your headache, it doesn't have to be so anymore. British Airways is flying to the UK uh, 10 times a week to two different airports. You can go to Heathrow or Gatwick. Fly British Airways and experience the best of British hospitality on your journey to London. Don't wait. Book now at BA.com. All right, now uh, you have a home, you have an office, you have a party, you're thinking of getting water. Standard water is your option. They have sachet bottles, dispenser mounted jar water, and customized water for your parties or special occasions. Call 0202 055703 or 0547 
So reshuffle the first major. There have been minor reshuffles. You have to be clear on that. But this is the first major yes. one in I think in a while. Right, yeah, he has he's done some mixes, but this is a proper reshuffle. But some have said it's come a little too little too late. Different views being expressed on this. We've spoken to some of the ministers who have uh, been given new positions. We'll hear from them mm-hmm. shortly. We're speaking to some of them also pretty soon. Yeah. Question for you though is uh, what do you make of the reshuffle? What was the intent? Well, it's not really said in the press release, but the strong view is that this is election-based reshuffle. Now, if there's an election-based reshuffle, is that good? Should people be shifted in government for the sake of winning elections? Is that what really is about? The power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. I love her sudden, she said, I'm she found her substitute. But I'm just letting you know that I'm still around. I'll be your bridge over troubled water. So you won't get drowned. Substitute is gonna put you down. I heard you smoking cigarettes by the pack. Since you told me to leave and don't come back, it wasn't my fault. You were the one who said we're true. Now you're drinking liquor. So let's hear from some of the incoming or the reshuffled to different position ministers. So, for example, the former Greater Correctional Minister is now being, you can say it's an elevation to Interior Minister. He used to be Deputy Minister there. Henry Kwate spoke briefly to City News. Titus Nikwate Glover, former MP for Tema West, has now been given the role of Greater Correctional Minister. We heard from him briefly. Kojo Pankrumah, Information Minister, now takes over as Minister for Works and Housing. We'll also speak to a few others before the show ends. So here's Henry Kote speaking about his new position. Well, first of all, Omaru, I want to uh, salute uh, your cherished uh, viewers and listeners, both home and abroad. And may I use this opportunity to express my sincere gratitude and appreciation to the media fraternity, more especially city, for uh, working hand-in-hand with me to assist in prosecuting the agenda of making Greater Accra work again. And uh, may I also thank His Excellency, the President, uh, Commander-in-Chief of the Ghana Armed Forces, Nana Adubankwe Kufuado, and the Vice President, Blackbear, and uh, hopefully, inshallah, uh, president in waiting, the chief of staff and the entire Jubilee House for the confidence 
and trust reposed to me for that matter to take up a very Herculean task of uh, being the Minister of the Interior. Um, indeed, um, yes, I, I, I know that we together we work we work together, myself and the media fraternity, including yourself, to uh, prosecute the less migratory work agenda. We have done a lot, but of course, uh, with the situation in Nakar, decades of uh, people doing the same thing at the same time, we, you needed some time to. Uh, ensure that there's a complete change. And I have no doubt in my mind, I'm very clear in my mind, that uh, my good brother, who was once a Deputy Minister of Transport, is currently the MD for VACO, possesses all the skills, the energy and the expertise that is required for that matter to uh, continue from where I've left. You know, and indeed, I'll meet Greater Akka, but I'm still in Greater Akka anyway. <laughs> Uh, Except I, I that you have a mandate across all regions now. Of course, uh, I'll miss my office and I'll miss all of you who uh, supported me, uh, not pampering me, but of course you you supported and where you needed to criticize, you did so constructively. Uh, I'll, indeed, I'll miss you, you know. But uh, <laughs> I have a solid substitute that Mr. President has uh, nominated. Uh, I congratulate him, my good brother, Honorable Daniel Nikwate Tatoslova on his nomination as a uh, regional minister designate. And uh, we'll do well, go to parliament, and I hope that uh, his, his former colleagues, my colleagues, will do him the honor by confirming Mr. President uh, nominee. In, in, you know. yeah. Anyway, so what should we expect from Interior? I know that it is, it's a ministry that doesn't do lots of communication and talking because of the security and sensitive nature, but uh, any any key focus areas? it is is that uh, one day at a time. So let's get in there, let's settle, and then we'll take it from there. In the meantime, may I uh, also thank the outgoing Minister of the Interior, Honorable Ambrose Derry. Uh, your form, your former me. boss? Yes, he mentored me when I was a Deputy Interior Minister, and I hold him in high esteem. I have a lot of admiration and respect for him. And I know that uh, I could, I can always knock on his door day, night, and he will give me an advice. So I'll say that we will go there by the grace of God, and I know that God will lead us to be able to serve the good people of this country and the security and intelligence architecture under the Ministry of the uh, Interior. Oh, so, so that was uh, Minister-designate for the interior. Later this morning, Tesla Capital will be organizing in collaboration with CTFM a dialogue on the economy. And it's going to look at whether we have really made some progress and what the future holds for Ghana's economy. Has some very interesting speakers. It will be live on City TV at 11. I'll be moderating that conversation. Speakers for that discussion on Ghana's economy include Professor Dennis Insafwa. He's an assistant professor of economics, University of Niagara. Dr. Richard Ituahin is a banking consultant. Ekwafej is a former MD of the uh, Ghana Stock Exchange. And Mrs. Eugenia Bashir is MD of Tesla Capital. So this event is live on CTTV and CTFM. And as we know, there's a, the biggest issue in Ghana is the economy. 
So Tesla Capital has brought together thought-provoking and insightful economic decision-makers to make discussions. This is called the Tesla Investment Dialogue Series. And this morning's topic is clarity in the chaos. What lies ahead for the Ghanaian economy? So it's going to be quite interesting. So tune into that one. I'll be moderating in the hot seat. We have an, a live audience as well joining us. All right. Now, reactions. Sky, yesterday in the discussion with Sami Riafi, looking for the story, in terms of the biggest story yesterday is finance, finance minister, right? Yeah. Uh, I think the second biggest is health. No, I would say road. You think so? Yeah, road, yeah. So second is road for you and then yeah. third is health. health. Okay. So finance is the biggest story because it's an economy issue. Minister of State for the ministry has now been substantiated. Mm-hmm. Because you can't really call it... It's an elevation anyway, because now the full minister. No, I mean, there's the point... It's an elevation. Yeah, previously he did not, strictly speaking, have... The full power. So it's, a, it's an now, elevation. No, because the minister is minister of state, is minister of state. Charlie, you're making it long. Is it an elevation or not? <laughs> no, it's not an elevation. It's just that he's now been put in charge fully. So it's an elevation. So but hold on, previously... Hold on, hold on. It, yeah. So in terms of rank, uh-huh. minister of state is minister of state. Yeah. But he's now the full minister. He's in charge. <laughs> I, I, I don't even need your English. Let's talk to the man. He's MP for Karaga. I think he's been elevated. Sky says, he's, strictly speaking, is not an elevation. Yeah, it's minister, minister. Fine. It's an elevation. Good morning, Honorable <laughs> Mohamed Amin. Anta. Is, is it an elevation or what is it? How do you describe what has happened? Uh, thank you, Bernard. I don't know whether it is important to debate over. Uh, elevation or not elevation, what is important is that we are always ready to save our country. Whichever way you can contribute as a citizen to improving on the conditions uh, of your country for the betterment of your people, uh, that should be appreciated. And so uh, I am very, very ready to contribute my quota What kind of pressure does it put on you knowing that I think the biggest headline from yesterday was the, the, the fact that the finance ministry will have a new leader. And we know the finance ministry is at the center of everything in the country. Looking at your own trajectory from mayor of Tamale to Northern Regional Minister, Deputy Energy Minister, Minister of State. I mean, it's a big responsibility. How, how do you see it? Unfortunately, uh, I have been part of the Ministry of Finance for about a year now. And so I understand and I have become very familiar with the issues that need to be confronted. And even before then, uh, you know that I've been involved uh, at the highest level uh, in the management of uh, important issues. The energy sector is a very important issue. It continues to be an important issue. Finance Ministry uh, has a critical role uh, to play in ensuring that we have an uninterrupted uh, energy uh, supply system uh, so that uh, we can grow our economy. There is no economy that can grow without this. And uh, I was very involved in the management of the, of the energy sector. And so I am familiar uh, with what is happening. Uh, the global issues affecting our country, I know, 
the domestic issues affecting our country. And secondly, let me add that the Ministry of Finance has very technically sound uh, system, uh, which is supporting the work of the of the minister. And I have no doubt that uh, they will avail to me uh, all the expertise uh, so that we can combine efforts to address the Mm. The, the reaction has been interesting. Yesterday we spoke to two people and they seem to have the same view. Joe Jackson of Delex, let me quote him for you. He says, Amin is an economist who comes with a background in development economics. With experience in working for pro-poor and disadvantaged, he has worked for Oxfam. I could go on and on and on. Putting him in charge at this time of crisis should give the needed boost to the poor and disadvantaged. Unfortunately, he is coming nine months to time. And that, for me, is the problem. How much time has he had to implement this type of policy? Unquote. How much time does he have to make an impact? That seems to be the view. What, what's your comment? I, I think that we should be very hopeful. Just as we are challenged, there is also hope. Because if you look at the budget that was presented this year, we have a number of initiatives that are targeting the poor and the vulnerable. And therefore, I do not intend to depart from the government's resolve in implementing those approved uh, for initiatives. There certainly will be some new uh, other initiatives that we will bring on board. For instance, to ensure that disbursement to those two four initiatives that are in the budget are swift. There are bureaucracies involved in making disbursements, especially to the National Health Insurance Scheme, to the school feeding program, to the uh, capitation grants, to LEAP. I will ensure that the disbursements flow as quickly as they should in order for the poor and the vulnerable to feel the impact of these programs. There are also tax uh, concessions, uh, tax waivers, tax reliefs that were provided for in this budget. We will again make sure that we move faster to uh, implement them so that people uh, can feel it. And so, yes, I have been working uh, in that uh, uh, area of supporting uh, for poor uh, people, uh, sentiments of our society, and I want to bring that experience to bear to ensure that they are not uh, insulated from the benefits that this economy will create. But having said this, it is also important to recognize that we are under an IMF program, and I have been part of the implementation of this program. Uh, through the first successful review of the program to date. And I am going to make sure that the program is not truncated, the program does not suffer. I want to assure the IMF, the investor community, that I will make sure that the, con the program continues to be on track. Whatever commitments we have made as a government, I will work with the entire government machinery under the leadership and guidance of His Excellency the President to ensure mm. that the ISA program does not suffer.
Okay. The Don't other forget that we mm -hmm. also we also are about negotiating with the World Bank and what we call the GPO, the Development Plan Corporation, which will see to the disbursement of almost a billion US dollars. I'm going to move very fast to negotiate this arrangement. And there are a number of commitments we are seeking to make, including some reform in the energy sector, in the financial sector, but also reforms that will ensure that the pro-poor uh, people are protected. I'm going to move very quickly to negotiate and conclude this negotiation. And whatever commitment we will make, some of them bordering on uh, revenue, uh, collection, uh, expenditure controls and commitments, I will make sure that we do not deviate from mm. the path. Alright, so those assurances I'm sure are important for the international community. The other concern though was expressed by, again, your colleague on the other side, the spokesperson on finance, um, what's his name, Adongo, and let me quote him again. He says, I do not doubt the competence and ability of Dr. Mohamed Amin. He was my former colleague on the finance committee, my senior at school, and I have great respect for him. Except to say that they've given him the job with one hand and taken it with the other. Because he is now minister, they have appointed the very person they are removing as the senior presidential advisor on the economy. What that simply means is that for Amin to get any policy through to cabinet or through executive approval of the president, the president has to go and consult the very same Ken Foriata. And so technically it means that Amin cannot do anything if Foriata is not in agreement because he would have to advise the president against it, unquote. Well, even my colleague, Omawa uh, I will consult him. I'll consult him whenever there is need to consult him. I'll consult many stakeholders. This work I'm going to do is going to be based on broad consultation of stakeholders because it has come to a time that we need to be able to carry everybody along. And so there are experts in this country, there are practitioners in this country, there are people who are watchers of this economy, the opposition, like Honorable Adongo. I will try to tap into the wisdom and the experience of many stakeholders in order to move this country to achieve the the objectives that our president has set for for me. All right, but the, the, the first issue that comes up is the difference between you and your predecessor. So not even the Adongo point alone. You don't forget that for a long time you've not had economists run the ministry and the part of the criticism for the ministry prior to your coming was that there were a lot of banking types, accounting types without proper economists. So there's also an expectation for a different direction because I think apart from Akuto Osei and Dr. Ashong in the Kufo years, we haven't really had an economist be finance minister. So that puts a different kind of expectation and also the expectation of a different kind of economic direction. For example, the finance minister predecessor, they were very market focused because of their market experience. How different will Amin be based on his training? Well, I, 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 it's difficult to uh, agree with the argument you have made. And whether an accountant or an economist uh, determines uh, how the ministry is as well. And this is if you come to the ministry, you see people with background, you see people with energy background, you see people with health background, economics, etc., etc. 
I'm going to provide the leadership to be able to harness all this knowledge and all this expertise and provide that strong leadership that will uh, harness the, the potential that we have in the Ghanaian, in the human resources that we have, in the technical expertise that we have in, to, 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 to deliver on the vision of the president. My final point, you've already spoken about the IMF program and what you do, but I guess what Ghanaians are going to want you to tell them is what assurance can you give that their their livelihoods will be better? Because at the end of the day, the economy is tough and people are struggling. What will be your priorities in terms of improving people's economic circumstances? Well, uh, the, the fiscal consolidation that we have been following, as I indicated earlier, uh, will be pursued. Uh, revenue collection is going to be achieved aggressively, and you will see me uh, moving around the revenue collection uh, centers, uh, the ports, for example, the airports, uh, the market areas, to encourage the staff of GRA to collect more revenue, but also to institute a friendly approach to collecting revenue. I've heard that people are being harassed here and there. Uh, too many this in one year. All these are going to be streamlined so that we have a friendly approach. We will also support the GRA to institute a faceless assessment system in order to ensure that we maximize revenue collection. You will hear of some reform in that area so that we can pursue. Uh, the collection of revenues uh, in a very aggressive manner uh, in order to maximize uh, the, the the benefits and to be able to meet uh, our expenditure target. But at the same time, we're going to continue to uh, hold the line as far as expenditure is concerned. Uh, and then also value for money so that we have efficiency of the spending of, of, of the money. You, you will see me around inspecting projects with uh, relevant ministers to ensure that whatever money, whatever city that we give out goes to do the work for which it was meant for. When we do this, then the indicators, the macro indicators, uh, will certainly respond. Inflation uh, will go down, uh, and then also uh, we will ensure that the economy grows and grows to the benefit of the of the citizens, particularly. We'll end it here for now. Thank you and good luck. Thank you very much. That was Dr. Mohamed Amin and Adam, who's the uh, Minister of Finance. Uh, I, I can't even call him designate because according to what you are telling me, yeah, he's, 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 he doesn't even have to be vetted. No. He's Because he's already Minister of State. Yeah, that's so right. he's Minister of Finance. Yeah, fully. takes office and yeah. yeah. I think this is his first interview. Yeah, this is uh, his first, first interview. interview. Yeah. Okay. 8.02, Tech and Social Media Trends brought to you by FBN Bank. Basically, if you want a bank that cares and puts customers first, put the B before the end thing, FBN Bank. Why? Because we offer the gold standard of value and excellence, our products and services designed just for you. Because we know you deserve the finer things in life, and banking is no exception. It's also brought to us by Vodafone. All right, so time for Tech and Social Media Trends with Nathan. Nathan, 
what's trending. All right, let's get into the trends. On top of the trends, save Ghana, hashtag save Ghana football is trending. Yesterday, the demonstration happened on Valentine's Day, a Valentine's Day demonstration <laughs> of our love for Ghana football and the fact that we care about it. Uh-huh. So the streets were, were full. All you had right. fans, mm. you had journalists, mm-hmm. you had people who just love Ghana football. Powerful. And the placard said a lot of very different things. You know, some people wanted tax rebates in terms of football related things. I just want the GFA president to resign. I just want reforms. All of that ended at the Independence Square mm. where the uh, convenience of the demonstration took their petition to parliament, parliament okay. and that was received by some MPs mm-hmm. on, from both sides of the house. Mm. Now, and then they were allowed passage into the house to sit in the gallery okay. and observe proceedings. Proceedings, mm. and part of that had to do with Ghana football. So the sports yeah, minister. I, I was at the Independence Square, so okay. I walked all the way with them to the Independence Square. I came back because I had to be on TV. So And yesterday there was an important statement read on, on the floor parliament yes. regarding the Black Stars performance yes. and all of that. And all manner of uh, contributions yes. came in. Yes. Frank and not done press contribution is the one that a lot of people are talking about. On to some on-pitch football news. And Bayern Munich lost last night in the Champions League. So uh, Nagelsmann is trending. He's ex Bayern Munich manager. People are saying that things weren't even this bad under Nagelsmann. Yes, yes. But things are going really badly under Thomas Tuchel. Now, Manchester United and Ineos are trending. Why are they trending? Yesterday, word came out that they were trying to, hmm. or they were speaking to Newcastle's football director or technical director, Dan Ashworth, mm-hmm. to come and work at Manchester United. So it generated a lot of conversations there as well Mm -hmm. to some politics finance minister is trending kufado is trending yesterday the reshuffle was announced and finance minister's name is i think that the most eagerly anticipated was the finance minister and people are reacting yeah yeah. but at some point people just got tired yeah Yeah. i I think that the new new minister is sort of downplaying the new you know the way we it's been hyped he's sort of trying to cool cool it off he doesn't want to raise expectations too much yeah because from the way Parliament was behaving even last year, you know, it's interesting. So you think that road ministers one is bigger than the? Oh yeah. But don't forget, the health minister had a lot of challenges during yeah, the COVID yeah, time. People asking mm-hmm. to leave, uh, that should have and the president stuck with him. Yeah. So the road minister hasn't really had any clamor for his, his removal. Not clamor. That's why it is big. And the fact that he's one of the president's yeah, I mean, loyal yeah, ministers yeah, removed. Seen as a no, but he, I'm told, according to the report we had, he basically said he he wants to go. Well, so he, he wasn't removed, removed. According to I guess he felt the he had information we got from the uh, president's uh, C, mm. he basically felt like he needed to rest. I don't know. About you don't, that. You don't okay. know. That. All right. No, no, that's what Samuel Afi said. <laughs> you, we, we can get into that. Later. All right, cool. But yes. to some tech news tech quickly. News. Now, New York City is suing a handful of social media networks, mm. alleging their platform's design exploits young users' mental health mm-hmm. and cost the city $100 million in related health programs and services each year. Mm-hmm. Now, in the lawsuit against TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and YouTube, the city of New York said the platforms were responsible for an uptick in mental health issues mm-hmm. among young people, including depression and suicide ideation. Sure. Now, these issues, the lawsuit states impose a large burden on cities, school districts, and public hospital systems that provide mental health services to the youth. Now, a number of families have been speaking. Remember a few weeks ago, CEOs of some of these large social media companies met the U.S. Congress. Mm-hmm. Some of the families were there. So, it looks like this is a fallout of mm-hmm. that particular mm-hmm. episode. All right. That was and the, let me also just quickly state that, you know, yesterday we were talking about National Chocolate Day. Yes. Yesterday there was a statement on the floor of parliament uh-huh. um, talking about 
about this particular matter. Mm -hmm. And then a good portion of the time mm -hmm. uh, used by MPs was dedicated to critiquing the government's performance in the cocoa sector. I see. Mm -hmm. Concerns about why our yields are going down, mm -hmm. uh, the blacks, uh, what do you call swollen shoes disease, disease. Yeah. Uh, the smuggling across the borders to neighboring like Cote d'Ivoire and Togo in some cases, uh, issues about fertilizer importation at the cost mm -hmm. of you know, uh, the public purse, and yet mm -hmm. people are smuggling these things out. And, and the need for us to introduce technology to actually yes. ensure that we can increase yield. So mm. uh, it would seem that the statements we made here uh, played a huge part. Oh, yes, with, yes, yes, uh, yes. Uh, what happened yesterday on the floor. One day, an old lady inherited a huge sum of money. Her family worried about how to bring the good news to her. They feared that the sudden good news might give her a heart attack. And so they decided the family doctor who was experienced in delivering such news should be the one to tell her. And when he did, surprisingly, she just smiled. Relieved, he asked, What are you going to do with all that money? She replied, I'm going to give you half. The doctor had a heart attack. <laughs> People are often surprised when we put them first. At FBN Bank, that's what we do. We put you first. Open an account with us today and enjoy mobile banking, USSD banking, shop and pay with our prepaid Visa cards, MasterCard and many other services designed with you in mind. FBN Bank, you first. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Do you care enough about your business? Then it's time to make a transition to renewable energy and energy efficiency solutions. Visit the AGI Energy Service Center and talk to us. AGI ESC cares about business growth. That is why we're here to assist industries cut production costs through energy savings. We provide you with solar feasibility studies, energy audits, energy efficiency trainings, and financial advisory services. Visit agiesc.com for for more information or call us on 0507-977-902, an initiative of the Association of Ghana Industries in partnership with the German Development Corporation, implemented by GIZ. This is a special security announcement. Trelador, Africa's strongest burglar proofing, announces big discounts on all sliding security barriers, roller shutters, and clear guards to protect homes and offices from criminals. Trelador is fighting rising prices by offering big savings and lower prices. Be safe. Secure your premises. Google Trelador or call 0561-242424. Trelador, Africa's strongest burglar proofing. When you're just so scared and you feel like just giving up, oh, oh, oh. but Dino Milk is saying, we know that you can do it, believe in yourself and then go for it, go for it, nourishment, oh, that is your Dino Milk, oh. Choose nourishment, choose Dino Milk Who Cow, your nutritious instant powdered milk. Dino Milk, go for it. This advert is FDA approved. Only this is 
Recoded to do more with ease. The enhanced GCB mobile app. Download now from Google Play Store or Apple Store for all your transactions. Smooth, safe, and secure. Chale, tap the app. You don't need to have an account to upgrade. GCB Mobile App. Recoded to do more. Upgrade your style. GCB Bank. Your bank for life. Dear business owner, congrats on not giving up on your business. You deserve a medal and your business deserves to be taken to the next level. In fact, it's about time you run a Zenith Bank SME account so you and your business can enjoy the perks of a Zenith SME business card. Oga and Oga Madam status. <laughs> the Zenith SME business card is a visa debit card for making secure payments for goods and services. Enjoy great benefits such as free customized digital SME training, free marketing toolkits, access to visa practical skills training, and more. Unlock the potential of your business today. Visit any Zenith Bank branch nationwide and sign up for the Zenith SME business card, the ultimate payment solution for SMEs. For more information, visit www.zenithbank.com.gh or call 0302-680-884 or 0307-086-370. Zenith Bank, in your best interests. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. I was wondering, you know, if she could keep on because the force has got a lot of power. Unleashing the power of Reddit Radio. This is City 97.3. <laughs> Past eight, City Breakfast Show, Michael Jackson. Don't stop till you get enough. <laughs> I know you're happy with this song. This is a love wonderful it. Love song. It. Love it. Wonderful song. Yeah. You know, they don't make them like this a, anymore. It's a rhythm we all know. Yeah, they don't make forget. them like this anymore. <laughs> and the dance as well. The dance. The dance. <laughs> All right, so let's do a quick one again before we come back in-house. So we just spoke to the uh, Minister for Finance, Dr. Mohamed Amin Adam. The elevation that has come in, as apart from uh, the one we've discussed already, is the Minister for Health. 
So we have Kwekwazi um, Mamenu, MP for Domas Central. He's no longer Minister for Health. The Chief Executive Officer of the National Health Insurance Authority <clears throat> and a former MP for Lejokuku is now the minister designate. Of course, he was a deputy minister around the COVID period as well. Dr. Bernardo Kobo is joining us for a quick comment on his new appointment. Doc, good morning. Uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah. <clears throat> good morning. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. <clears throat> we give all the glory to God, you know, for for the promotion and for the honor. And then let me also say a very big thank you to His Excellency the President. Um, I I am <clears throat> truly grateful for the confidence um, reposed. Mm. With your support, we'll do our best as always. Yeah. When you look at your trajectory in the health sector, working in the district, coming into the board of Kolebu, Deputy Minister, and then CEO of NHIA, and now Minister Designate for Health. Some will say it's been pretty fast in 10 years. Very, 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 very rapid ascent. Would you agree with that? And what do you say has accounted for that? Well, <clears throat> let me say that. Um, I, You know, when you look at the challenges of this country, that are 10 years, I don't think it's fast. <laughs> Why am I saying so? Sometimes when I meet people, I get the impression they are sort of relaxed. They think our problems will be solved ultimately. And ultimately, it can be 100 years. So I, I am the kind that believes that we don't really have time. And my my experience of working in the district, coming to the city, being with big hospitals, the agencies, one thing I've realized is that most of our challenges can be solved. Unfortunately, some people have been in the system and sort of have been made to believe that really that's what it can be. And uh, that is why I think that um, to be here 10 years, of course, you have to thank God for having his message. But I believe that we don't have too much time. We have to find policies and people who follow through the policies so that some of the basics uh, will, be, will be taken care of. And when I say basics, when you walk into a hospital, at least there should be someone to come to you and make sure that you get some uh, intervention. We shouldn't have a situation where you visit the hospital and even who to talk to, you don't know who to talk to. I mean, these are basics. I'm not talking about some uh, microscopic surgery or talking about some major transplant. I'm talking about that they're very basic. So I think uh, these things can be done. I'm also mm -hmm. not talking, I'm also not trying to say health is only what happens in the hospital. But look, when you go to South Korea, the whole population it's screened. So let's say when you take this year, all those who were who were who, who were born on uh, how do you call it an odd number, if let's say you are a third born, they are screened for let's say hypertension. They check that's their blood pressure. So they have it on a dashboard. They know one third of the population has a BP that is around one forty uh, how do you call it hundred. Immediately you know that in five, ten years, you know the number of stroke cases you are going to have. You know what you can put in to reduce these cases with uh, their sugar. They know that 10% of the population have sugar, which is abnormal. In Ghana, we are in the dark. You know, you don't know your next colleague. You don't know his blood pressure reading. And the next morning he comes to work, he's dropped dead. So these are things that you don't need rocket science. It's just a matter of trying to talk to those who have power, convincing them that look, let's have a program to roll this over. And immediately we do some of these basics. We can save a lot of lives. So mm -hmm. I'm looking at the basics. 
and then the complex ones will come later. You are the first doctor to be given this position in almost eight years. In fact, I think the only person in the past 10 years has been Dr. Victor Bampo. So in a sense, you are the first person from the profession who has been appointed minister. What does that mean? What kind of pressure does that put on you? That's question one. And question two, since you don't have too much time, what will be your priorities? Because you have only, I don't know, nine months, eight months. There's a fear that this is a last minute reshuffle. Not much can change before now and elections. So how do you respond to those two questions? Yeah, so um, first of all, uh, I don't know how to say some correction, but Bampo is my brother, friend, and senior. He was a deputy minister, <laughs> like me. You know, so Yeah, I was uh, referring to the ministry in total, but you are right. Absolutely. In terms of substantive absolutely. minister, it's even a longer time. For a long absolutely. time, we've not had a doctor. I think yeah. apart from uh, Dr. Annane, I yeah. don't recall a, doc- a medical doctor running the ministry. So you are right, it's even uh, a longer time. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, uh, a few years, the now the outgoing environment minister was the first minister of health under President Kufour. So, just for the information of the public. Okay. Um, uh, already, you know, when I went to Kolibu, what I did was that I sat with those who have been there for a long time. Most of them, if not all of them, have a fair idea of what the problems are, what they want done, and what we must put in. As I speak to you, I have spoken to the Ghana Medical Association president, and some of the executives are good friends. I've not gone for the vaccine, but informally, I'm like, hey guys, let's sit down and talk. What do you want? Where do we get to? What must be put in? The best approach is to talk to those who are in the field. It is true that in about eight, nine months, you can't put up um, overwhelming infrastructure. The best you can do is to complete someone speedily to change the processes, make sure the funds needed and all that. So if anything at all, what um, Honorable Averti said, I heard he said, we should try and complete stuff. That's the best approach. But um, other day, sometimes it is not the programs you introduce into a sector that makes people happy or improves their state of mind. It is the relationship and addressing those basic things which does not require resources necessarily, but requires attention and altering some protocols. And this is going to be one of my major initiatives. When you talk to people, there are some low-hanging fruits. When you talk to doctors, they can tell you, Doc, these three things have, been, have not been structured properly. Can you rearrange them? Doing just that will make them go like, okay, now there's someone who listen to us. Now we are serious. Now we are traveling on a good path. You talk to staff, and let's say the ministry. What is the problem? The basics, the low-hanging fruits. And, and so that will be the first target. Things that can be done without necessarily marshalling resources, but putting them in place makes people excited. Let me say something on a light note. When I went to the National Health Insurance, I was like, you go to other organizations, you can easily pick coffee and drink whilst you are waiting for someone or Milo. Is it too much? You should be able to put a machine here so that you take some hot drink when you are bored. But that year, we put these machines at the office and some of the reasons. And you'll be amazed. Someone called me and said, Doc, now that you are living with the machines today, this is what we used to uh, sort of stay alert. So you can imagine, we are doing a lot at health insurance. But to some staff, just having access to these drinks and doing their work helps with the state of mind, as in 
it shows that someone is thinking about them. And if we do a lot of these things, make the stakeholders happy, understand them, get on the path that they want, we might not get to the destination, but just getting on the path is likely to make an impact. And so, and, and um, before I forget, there are some few projects which look like hallmarks for performance or which people use as indicators for performance. How Kolebu functions, what you meet or what you expense when you go to Kolebu. Although I'm not a CEO, I'm going to work closely with those who have these facilities to make sure that the ordinary Ghanaian experiences some significant change in terms of the experience in the hospital. Uh, this morning I was watching TV, someone said, okay, why should go and clean up the maternity block at the Kolebu Teaching Hospital? You know, to, 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 to paint, if not to break the whole structure down. I know we have a program when I was in Parliament, we approved a loan facility to build a new maternity block. I think about 400 or 500 beds maternity block. Maybe because of procedures and funding and all that. I don't know where it is now. I'll get to the ministry and check. But uh, day, it is possible to just give a facelift to what we have. At least make it tidy, make it decent, make it um, comforting when people enter. That can be done. It's not rocket science. And I believe that um, if we don't have maybe the resources available to build a, a new block, we can find the resources to 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 give a facelift or to clean up the ones that we have. So these optics, these um, um, what I call memorials, which people used to judge us, I'll put a lot of attention so that at least people can say that, look, we are getting somewhere. Mm. Yeah. Just finally, the two big issues. Look at the Ghana Demographic Health Survey. Double disease burden is big. Exodus of medical professionals is also pretty serious, particularly doctors and nurses in the past couple of years. Is it realistic to expect anything in those areas within the short time that you have? Look, when President Kufo came, there were two major interventions he put in place and all of a sudden, immigration of doctors slowed down. One, he established the College of Physicians and Surgeons. Before he came, for you to become a specialist, you had to go through what they referred to as the West Africa College. Go to Sierra Leone, sometimes travel to Gambia, others had to go to UK, just to be a specialist. And because doctors couldn't see their way clear in terms of um, advancing themselves, they, they had no option than to leave. Immediately the college was put in place and the Ghana College came, where now you could be in our hospitals, get a nursery accreditation and be called as, uh, into the college as a, a specialist. It slowed down the immigration significantly. And guess what the second one was? So, a waiver for importing cars. Because most doctors said, they struggled a lot to own a, a car. And President Kufo had, uh, that government had this system where <clears throat> if you present yourself as a physician, you are able to clear a one point, that one was even 1.8 liter vehicle without paying duties. And just these two things made a lot of doctors happy, a lot of health workers happy. Doc, that's I said, I'll meet them. When you meet those in the field, they can tell you two, three things that when you put in place, their state of mind and pressure comes down. And I believe it is possible. Sometimes, if nobody, I'm not saying no one has talked to them, but if you don't pay attention, you might miss out on very basic things which can slow down the numbers. And look, we also have to do some radical thinking. Cuba trains doctors in, in, in drones and then sends some to other countries. Instead of the doctors coming on their own, they post them and they, they, they get remunerated. It raises revenue. You know, other than you know economics more than me. I was reading about South Korea, how they develop. At a point, to raise more forex to improve their balance of payment situation, 
They were not only exporting, how do you call it, um, electronics. They were exporting human beings. As in, they sent their citizens to Germany to go and work in coal mines. They sent nurses to Germany so that they remit and get forex. We've come to the place where we are training more nurses sometimes than we need in our office. Let's have some radical thinking. Is it not possible to have a program that is clear to make sure that we have enough nurses in our hospitals and also give the UK or uh, New Zealand or Australia some nurses where we know how much they get, we know how much comes into the country as um, our share of the bargaining and all that. If they don't have the spaces to train more, can't we have their regulators sitting with our regulators so that some of the curricula that are even taught, we introduce some new courses so that when you finish training as a nurse in Ghana, you are fit to work right into a UK hospital where we know your salaries and know what we get. All these things are possible. You know, so I think in the global world, if you know it is difficult to stop something totally, then you must structure it so that you don't lose out. And and these are some of the things that mm. we will we, we, we'll be looking at. Thank you. We wish you well, Dr. Bernardo Koboy. Thanks for talking to us. Always grateful. So that was Dr. Bernard Okoboy, who's the minister designate for health. He'll be vetted yeah. because he is not a minister yet. Yeah. He was a deputy minister previously, NHIS CEO. You see some grooming there, don't you? Because if you look at his trajectory from district health director, TB, to Kolebu board, deputy minister under COVID, NHI, so you can you can see some. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the congratulations to him. I mean, it's it's one of the uh, smartest young men you have within this particular um, administration. Of course, uh, moving from Chebi right into Kolebu as board chair, you know that place is a turbulent place, uh, Kolebu, um, to manage that space and then subsequently getting elevated to the position of Deputy Minister for Health. Mm -hmm. And the fine work he did with the uh, COVID, you know... Public communication. Public communication. Yeah. And then breaking the disease down to yeah. the understanding of Ghanaians, what they should do, what they should not do. That mm -hmm. played a huge part in helping the government's own responses to, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the virus. And then, you know, unfortunately went to the polls. Um, yeah. They didn't... Do it was surprising he wasn't even maintained as Deputy Health. I, ideally, but... Yeah, <laughs> I think the President's view is if you are not in Parliament... Yeah, that's right. You kind of... Yeah, it was a position he took before the elections. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, the good people of uh, Lejokuku did not uh, reward him with uh, return. And uh, the President had to bring him as uh, the head of the NHIA. Mm -hmm. I think it was one big, big loss for the, 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 the ministry, the health sector. Mm -hmm. But it's good that he's been brought back, except that um, eight months to make so much change. That's the issue. Uh, it's, 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 it's right. a, a so let's off. make a quick point, uh, just to correct the point. So Dr. Bruko, my name is Sir Andrew Rawlings, was a doctor, minister mm -hmm. for health. Deputy was Nyoma Donko, who was also a doctor, later took over. Anani Kufor, time doctor. Later on, Kwekwefriye, also doctor. Since that time, we've had um, George Sipayanki, Alban Bagwin at some point. We've had Joseph Yilichiri. We've had Alex Sebefia, who are all non-doctors. Mm -hmm. And then now we had Kwekwe Ajima Menu and his two deputies who are not doctors. So up until Kwekwefriye, so from Kwekwe Free, we had not a doctor running the ministry to Okoboy. So that's the point of correction I wanted to make. No, I, I don't think you, you properly contextualized it. You gave a rider that. No, I'm of as a minister. Yeah, I understand. Yes, because I, there's also uh, Bampo, who was deputy. Yeah. So my point is that we've not had a doctor run the ministry since Dr. Kwekwe Free. Yeah, but the way you said it, 
the way you said it, there was really no problem with it. You had uh, not said that. No, no, James but I, no, I, I, no, yes, had, no, I mentioned. I mentioned. You gave a period yeah, which. I know, would, but I, my mistake was I mentioned um, Anani. Yeah. But Anani was Kufu 1. Yeah. A free year was Kufu 2. Uh-huh. So that was a correction. Uh-huh. Do you get it? So a free year was the doctor running the ministry mm-hmm. before Okobo in terms of full doctor, uh, full minister. Anyhow, another. Uh, in, I, I'm not going to call him incoming. So this gentleman is MP for secondary. He was deputy minister for energy, mm. which we know he was for the fuel uh, for the fuel side, petroleum, mm. and now he's been. I don't know whether he's been elevated. It's an interesting point because sometimes you know sometimes it's better to be a deputy minister in some ministry. <laughs> no, no, that we don't know. He's an elevation. It's an elevation. Okay, yeah, this properly so called. So called. Okay, so he's now the minister for tourism, uh-huh. um, creative arts, right? Um, it's a ministry which is close to our hearts because yeah. we believe that it's one of the ministries that can bring transformation to Ghana. It hasn't gotten the budgetary allocation necessary as well. So, um, Andre Japamesa, MP, is on the line. Good morning. Thank you for joining us, uh, Mr. Japamesa. Good morning, my good friend. Congratulations on your elevation. Uh, thank you. You thank know, you. there's a scripture that says, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. So, I want to extrapolate that to say, sometimes better to be a deputy minister in place like finance or energy than to be a full minister in a place which has been considered a Siberia, like tourism. How do you see this new appointment? Well, let me say good morning to your viewers uh, on, on all platforms. I guess that it's a question of uh, how best you apply yourself in whatever situation that you find yourself in. As well, to that extent, I wouldn't consider my movement from the Ministry of Energy because uh, of the day-to-day issues that you are confronted with to the Ministry of Tourism, uh, Art and Culture as a Siberia. Uh, I, I believe there are huge opportunities there. Uh, of course, we all know the role that tourism has played and can play in our economy. Uh, and so I, I see that's an opportunity to uh, uh, put in my best, you know, consistent with my own mantras. Others have labored, we have said their glory has to do exploit and add to their game so those who come after will take up the story. You know I'm an additional boy, right? <laughs> so, uh, so you're, you're so, quoting? So I'm, yes, I'm, I'm exactly intended on going in there to do, to do just that. Did the president tell you why he was moving into tourism? Because we know you're a lawyer, you used to work in a bank, so you clearly have a certain disposition and training. Tourism seems way out there. Was there a brief? What's, what, what, what is his expectation of you in the short time that you have? Well, especially the president, when he met with me, was very candid. Uh, of course, uh, because of the sector that I work in presently, we've had occasion to have, have constant engagements with him on some key issues. And uh, uh, on some occasions, in the absence of my minister, I've led the discussions with him. So he knows the work that I have done at the Ministry of Energy. Uh, and uh, He recognized that uh, uh, my clear understanding of the sector. Uh, and, and to correct you, I wasn't responsible for petroleum. I, I was a deputy minister for energy. So I worked in both petroleum and power. Okay. And also the cross-cutting areas. Because my minister took the position that Anybody who steps into his shoes should be able to appreciate from day one all sectors or all subsectors within the Ministry of Energy. And so we all had no designation. Okay, we worked pursuant to his uh, 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 
as it were, assignment of work that he gives to us. Okay. And so his excellency the president was clear, uh, but had also proceeded to say that, look, it had cause to reorganize the government. And it was important that he abides by the constitutional and join uh, constitution which enjoins him to have uh, some regional balance in his cabinet. Uh, looking around, he felt that I best fit that categorization in terms of my uh, work ethic, the role that I've played in the energy sector, satisfied with my work. And so he wanted to elevate me into his cabinet uh, with responsibility for tourism, arts and culture. Uh, of course, I uh, graciously accepted and uh, thanked him for the confidence that is reposed in me. And he indicated uh, what his vision was in the tourism sector, uh, of course, as an observer of, of the space, and especially because I speak on not only on energy, but for government. Okay, I appreciate uh, to some extent his vision in the tourism sector. Uh, we all saw what uh, year of return did to our tourism sector. We have all seen what the Beyond the Return is doing, uh, creating huge uh, eyeballs into Ghana footprints from uh, our brothers in the diaspora, especially into Ghana. We all have seen the transformation of our museums and monuments uh, infrastructure, the uh, National Museum, the Nkrumah uh, Museum, uh, and, 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 and all that, okay? And we all see the investment that is going into the rehabilitation and upgrading, or not upgrading, but access to some of our forts and castles uh, across the country, okay? And major tourist sites, uh, paragliding, seeing the Masquerade Festival in Second B, Takrade, and, and all that. And, and so he was clear that yes, I need to speak to the minister who then bring me up to speed with where they are with the uh, implementation of his vision. But clearly, uh, it thinks that tourism is the key to our economic uh, growth, uh, our GDP growth uh, in terms of per capita and, and all that. And so he expects me to go out there and, uh, as it were, implement his vision, which uh, is amply captured in our, in our manifesto of 2020. And, and, and so my, my job is really cut out. Subject, of course, to parliamentary mm, mm. Do you have any priorities already? Is Have you started talking to people in the industry or you're waiting for vetting? You, Bernard, you won't believe it that as between yesterday morning when the formal announcement came, because I got to know uh, Monday evening, okay, uh, and, and midnight uh, of last night when I left my last meeting and headed home, uh, the kind of people who have gotten in touch with me, messages, phone calls, the kinds of ideas that have been thrown at me and, and, and all that. I, I, I really see it as a, as a, as a good challenge, uh, which I love. And, and, and so I'll go there, uh, as always, subject to parliamentary approval and, and put in my best. But, uh, of course, 2024 targets have already been set uh, by way of the budget that has been approved. But there's, there's an opportunity in the media uh, to see if there are any new things that can be done to further enhance we wish you well. I'm sure we'll be talking to you uh, in subsequent programs. That was uh, MP for Sekunde, the Honorable Andrew Japamesa, who's now the Minister Designate for Tourism. He did point out, Sky, that it's um, the President also spoke about regional balance. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a constitutional requirement. Mm -hmm. um, so you cannot, as president in appointing ministers to serve in your government, ignore mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. In fact, that is one of the things that they have to juggle around. Mm -hmm. So some of the people you see in government, they are not so much there because of competence, strictly speaking. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about uh, Honorable Japan Mesa here because mm -hmm. one of the finest brains you have mm -hmm. uh, around. Uh, but the government, the president has got to uh, fulfill constitutional sanctity. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why you have the Honorable Samson Ahi, for instance, raising issues as to why, mm -hmm. in his view, it would seem that Western North has mm -hmm. not been named um, as part of the current you know, administration. And, and, and he's raising serious constitutional and legal issues with that. So, yes, I mean, as a president, if you're going to make appointments, you have to think seriously about that. Mm -hmm. And that is why those of us who vote, um, when we are voting, we should look closely at the people we want to represent us because the constitution imposes a certain obligation on the president. So think about whether this More person you as MP, uh -huh. if the time comes for minister, can they do their job? Exactly. More than 50% must come from parliament. That's yeah. the first one. Yeah. And then also in making the appointments, mm -hmm. there has to the be reasonable balance. balance. So you're right. People should not just vote based on immediate considerations. Mm -hmm. They should look at all of those. Exactly. Things. 841, let's bring you two quick announcements. We're still talking to the incomings. So far, spoken. So yesterday, Umar Rosanna spoke to Henry Quarte, mm. who's the incoming interior. He spoke to Titus Glover, who's the incoming great actor. He spoke to Opon Kroma, who's been transferred from information to works and housing. Today, I've spoken to Dr. Mohamed Amin Adam, finance, spoken to Um Boy Health, and, and I just Mesa. spoke to Ejapa Mesa. Mm. We'll get a few more before the show is over, just to give you a sense of where their mind is and what they think about the task ahead. But uh, let's talk about GIZ's AGI Energy Service Center. Mm -hmm. Now, they are there to provide tailor-made energy saving solutions to companies. They provide energy audits, implementation and training for energy management system and renewable energy visibility studies. Call them on 0507-977-902 or visit their website, AGIE SC mm. and uh, that's the portal you can find more info now right. if you have a place and you want to get quality lighting and furnishing uh, fixtures talk to edric now they have quality lighting fixtures switches sockets fire alarm mm -hmm. systems blind curtains and so much more they are in tema community 17 number 33 ezra road mm. call them on 054012 Six two seven five or zero three zero three four zero nine four two six or visit Edric dot group to mm. find out more. Time check eight forty two. Don't forget later this morning we're bringing you a conversation on the economy of Ghana, and it's brought to you by Tessa Capital. It's called the Tessa Investment Dialogue. And this is conversation is basically on the the economy clarity in the chaos what lies ahead for the Ghanaian economy that's the topic the addition this addition of the Tesla investment dialogue is in collaboration with ctfm city tv to assess the central bank strategy aimed at ensuring price stability examine Ghana's fiscal policies provide valuable insights into economic and investment landscape and focus four keynote speakers, Professor Dennis Safwa of Niagara University, Dr. Richmond Dituahini of the is a banking consultant, Dr. Mr. Kwafeji, a former MD of the Ghana Stock Exchange, and Mrs. Eugenia Bashir, who is the MD of Tesla Capital. I'll be moderating that conversation at 11 on City Television. And with lots of love from the 7th lane, Osuchi can grill gears up for its Valentine's Day free lunch campaign. 
Chick and Grill has a vibrant business model that enables food production at very low cost. Our delicious burgers, wraps, fried rice, jollof, and our tasty chicken and bread and butter in Ghana perfectly tailored to the Ghanaian pocket. Call us on 0533-615-069 for a taste of our meals. Follow us at Chicken Grill for more information. That's C-H-I-Q-N-G-R-I-L-L. And if you dream of buying great sofas for your home, hotel or office this Valentine's season, dream no more. Visit Latex Foam and your number one foam sofa and mattress company. We've introduced our all-new V sofa range at affordable prices and colors. Visit any Latex Foam showroom nationwide to choose from the variety available. L-shaped V sofa going for 3,000 cities and a full V sofa for only 6,000. Latex Foam, your partner for life. And love is in the air and Prudential Bank has got something special for you this February. Get ready to card the love. Imagine winning an unforgettable weekend stay for two at the luxurious or exceptional dining experience at a plus restaurant. Prudential Bank has partnered with Africa Regent Hotel, Accra City Hotel, Villando Residence and Port Valley Shack to give you a truly magical experience. Here's how you can be part of this Prudential Bank love-filled extravaganza. Make a minimum of five online or in-store transactions using a Prudential Bank debit or prepaid card and you're on your way to creating an unforgettable memory. Don't miss out on this opportunity to cut the love this month with Prudential Bank. Swipe, tap, love and win. Prudential Bank, truly dependable. Now, when you buy anything, it has to be the very best. That's why Diamond Cement 42.5 hour grade cement is the highest quality on the Ghanaian market. If you are in the construction space, that's why you need Diamond Cement. They have the f- affordable 32.5 hour grade, which means there's good value for everybody and that's great value for your pocket. Call them on 0244-313-368 or 0540-111978 or 0202021175. Diamond Cement still hard as a diamond. Now, if you are looking for a one-stop solution to um, solution for all your needs, then the Breeze app is what you need. It has the most affordable rights in town. You can even pay your ECG smart meter prepaid bills on the app. You also get instant car insurance and gas cylinder refill in minutes. You can even buy things from outside country, outside the country and ship them right here to you via the Breeze app. Just download the Breeze app from the App Store, the Google Play Store and experience the ease of having everything you need on one app. Now, if you want to keep your skin clean and free from infection and diseases, then you need Champion Carbolic Soap, popularly known as Guardian Soap. It's selling for four CDs per bar. You can find that at all major retail shops and and local convenience stores near you. Champion Carbolic is Guardian Dadana. New Quartet Titus Glover is the designate for Greater Cry. He spoke on Eyewitness News with Tomaru Sander. Here's an excerpt of that interview. The feeling is mixed. It's mixed excitement and humbling because I'm busy in the plant helping to smelt aluminium. Little did I know that having worked for his excellence as a president. So for me, to be called yesterday evening and informed that he's given me the reason. Um, I'm grateful to the president, the vice president, the chief of staff, the entire presidency for having that confidence in me to come and assist him to run the reason. So it's a mixed feeling, both excitement and humbling. From the smelting plant in Valco to the regional coordinating council, 
We've seen what Honorable Henry Corte, your brother, uh, did. Um, he raised the bar, if you like, for regions since he became regional minister, talked about, has been very active, involved in so many things. I'm sure you'd be taking, you know, handing over notes from him and you've been observing what he's been doing. Um, should we expect his brother to chart a new path or are you going to continue with what he's been doing? How is Let it going to be like? opportunity to congratulate my brother and uh, he has done so well. In fact, he has really, like you said, raised the bar in RCC. He started so many things and I think that stepping into his shoe is a challenge for me. And uh, I will not blow my horn. I will get the handing over notes. I will sit with the management of the RCC, the various chief executives of the various assemblies, um, other key stakeholders, uh, departmental heads, so that together we can look at the roadmap and some of the things that he has not finished, which we can continue in the next couple of months. So I think that I will not blow my horn for now. It's a matter of being patient. I get the hands over notes, study them, and uh, apply the needed uh, strategy and planning into it. It's good you say next couple of months, which means you have just a few months. There are many people who think a few months, you can't really do much. Are you sure you can do a lot? Like I'm saying, I don't want to boast. It's a matter of there are some substitutes who can do a lot of magic. You know that. Even in active football. I've been in active soccer during my days in Afunia United, you know. A substitute can come in for just seconds and minutes. And the kind of things that you can do, you can win you victory. So I see myself as a substitute who has come to complete the match. So let us all be patient. And I'll be handed over a hundred number notes. I will study them thoroughly involve all those who matter and I believe that what is needed to be done, mm. God willing will be able to do. So Daniel Nikwate Tatos Glover speaking to Marisanda. Everybody is answering the same question. You have you don't have enough time. This looks like an election based reshuffle. What can you do? Mm-hmm. And they've all said most of them seem to think they can do something. Although some are more measured than others. Yeah. I think the health minister felt he could do a bit. Uh, finance minister is a bit more measured uh, Japan Mesa also admits that it's it's a short time, but basically people are calling, so there's impetus to do something. Let's check with the information minister designate, former deputy minister, uh, the Fatih Fatimatu Abubakar. Abubakar, yeah. She's now the minister designate again, as we discussed, risen from spokesperson in the Nanado campaign team to deputy communications in the office of the president mm. to deputy minister, part of the legal team in the 2020 election petition and yeah. now substantive minister. So again, you can see a really rapid rise because if you look at the 2016 campaign, she was just in the office of the flag bearer. Yeah. I think it started in 2012 as well. Yeah, so, so fatigue goes yeah. way back. So yeah. in a decade, just similar to Oko Boy, a pretty fast rise, uh-huh. below 40 as well. Good, good morning, uh, Honorable Fatimatu Abubakar. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Bernard. Congrats on your new appointment. Thank you so much. We were just we were just discussing on on uh, the seemingly fast rise of Fatima Abubakar in our politics because I think it was about a decade ago that we heard of you working in the then flag bearer's office, and in a decade you are full minister for information, no mean a position. W- what's your comment on that view that your rise has been pretty fast? Yeah, 
Okay, first of all, Bernard, let me say good morning to you once again, to Richard, to your entire team and your cherished listeners. Uh, uh, I believe that is the case. If there is anyone, my friends, or anyone who has taken keen interest in my political career, uh, things have happened so quickly than I would have imagined uh, myself. Um, but uh, in this particular instance from Deputy Minister to Information Minister, I think if you look at some of the portfolios, not all the portfolios, those of us who are being moved from deputy to substantive, or uh, in some cases, uh, either the person was a chairperson or a vice chair of a particular committee in parliament who had in the past worked closely with the ministry, you would realize that they have been integral part of the implementation of the programs and projects of the ministry. So in those instances, the issue of time does not really uh, matter because, one, they've been part of the proposals that went into the proposed budget. They've been part of so many plans and the execution of those plans. So it is not as if the nominations are going to lead to a situation where you say completely new programs, different styles. We won't reinvent the wheel. It will be a progressive implementation of what has already been set in motion. So in my case, uh, the template that we work with under Honorable Kujo of bearing in mind that this is an election year, and we will be required to do more advocacy and amplify especially uh, the key infrastructure projects of government that have been in the oven over the period, most of which are completed like the Bosiman complex and so many programs that are coming up. We dedicate more time to the advocacy and amplification of the success story rather than the bureaucratic and administrative part. So we are starting similar courses and the blueprint that have been left is what I'm going to follow. So all well and good, Honorable uh, Fatih, that seems great but that cuts both ways because some would say the narrative around this reshuffle has been freshness the new team is much younger people expect some new impetus to what many consider to be a, a, a flattening government so whilst you're saying you're going to continue is that does that not take away from the freshness feeling because the, the narrative has been that the, the president needs to salvage what is left of the mpp for to give Baumia a fighting chance, which is why this reshuffle is being done. But you are saying that you want to, you basically because you the deputies, you're going to continue, and I, I don't think people want the same old, same old. That that's my point. People are not necessarily interested in the same old. They want something new, right? Um, of course, uh, even twins from the same womb, when they come out, uh, same parents, same DNA, everything, in terms of personality and style, that may differ. But uh, what I am saying is that the 2024 budget has already been passed, uh, if you would admit that. And yes, it's a mixed bag of those who have not been to some ministries at all and those who are being elevated at their respective ministries uh, where they have served. For instance, Dr. Koboy, he has been at the head of health ministry. As a deputy minister, he has gone to NHIS, which is also a sector under the ministry. 
So my appreciation of some of the conversations that have come up uh, within the period is that, oh, these people don't have time. It's barely nine or eight months to uh, the election. When are they going to vote? When are they going to start all over again? Uh, the, the most realistic expectation is that, of course, some of them are familiar with the systems and the programs that are in place. So they are not now going to acquaint themselves with the sector heads, with the CSOs, with key decision-making institutions and individuals, which may require maybe up to about six months before the person can settle. So my reference to some of us being there is to the effect that we have settled. We are not now going to start anything afresh. And the budget has been passed. Our realistic expectations to be within um, what has already been provided, the kind of expenditure items, KPEX, all goods and services that have already been made provisions for. And the individual style and innovation that we can bring to the work so that we can maximize output. Because you don't have forever to plan, you don't have forever to mobilize a team uh, to execute what you have in mind. But that is not to say you wouldn't see some clear differentiation in terms of style and execution. That will happen. But realistically, it's not as if we are going to reinvent the wheel, the, the wheels all, all over again. I think that ministry that you are running now has not had too many women. From off the top of my head, I remember Elizabeth Ohini, Zita Okainkwe, and not many more. What kind of feeling does that give and what kind of challenge does that impose? It's, it's, I, I'm excited as, as many uh, women because it's a space um, because of um, over the period, not just because of the proliferation of media houses or the introduction of social media and the heat that comes with the spotlight. You realize that over the period, only four women have served as ministers at the place. I'm yet to be confirmed by the parliament, so I don't put myself in that position. Um, but in, uh, over the period, uh, Reverend Dr. Joyce Aye served as information minister. Uh, Honorable Elizabeth Sohene Grandma served as information minister. Uh, Honorable Obushi Saikofi served. And then uh, in the past, we've had Honorable Zito Kaikwe over a decade ago. So you would realize that since independence, uh, maybe 10 years or about or 20 years then, uh, a few women will get the benefit of uh, working at the information ministry. I, I feel privileged to be one of those few, but it is my hope that I will set such an example for them to see that more women deserve the chance uh, to be the mouthpiece of government, to lead the information sector, to lead reform, to lead reorganization of our information services department and support other entities under the ministry to thrive. So I, I feel privileged. I, I am excited about the opportunity. And uh, I am expecting that uh, God willing, now get the support of our media partners and the associations uh, like DJA Primpact, who have already issued a message to congratulate me upon my nomination. I believe if I get the support from the entire system, we should be able to leave a legacy. I wish you well and congratulations once again, uh, Madam Fatima Abubakar, on your nomination.
Thank you so much, Bernard. So that was the minister designate. So deputy minister, then minister. So so she corrected that. So the fourth woman nominee. So we had, as she rightly said, uh, Joyce Ayi many, many years ago, Elizabeth Ohini, and then more recently, Obushisa Kofi and Zita Okainkwe. So those are the other women who have run that ministry. Still on the City Breakfast Show, 9 o'clock. What are your thoughts? you see the freshness or is it just a little too late? Let's hear from the minister who has been moved from information to the Works and Housing Ministry. Honorable Kojo Ponkrumah spoke to Umaru Sandamadu yesterday. Here are excerpts of that interview. Um, we serve at the pleasure of the president. Uh, when he summoned me last night, he gave me new marching orders to this new uh, sector. And uh, I'm looking forward to taking up that challenge. Will you, will you miss uh, information? I'll take on the new challenge. Uh, and I will remember the sweet things about the information ministry and the sad things about the information ministry as well. What should we expect, uh, KON in works and housing? Uh, the president's priorities for this new area uh, include, in particular, some more attention to rural housing associated with the Agenda 111 uh, project. He also uh, wants some attention on um, the drainage systems that have the potential to occasion uh, flooding in some of the major parts of the country. And then uh, he also wants us to take a look at the Saglemi project and see how quickly we can bring a resolution to it. Those are my marching orders. Thank you so much. Before you, before the end, at least uh, that that would be that would be something we would applaud you for, and also increase more affordable housing units that can really be affordable and available for ordinary people like me. I hear you, Sanda. Omar Sanda Amadu, Kujopongkroma. Time check: two minutes past. Now we'll take a short break. When we come, this is the city break. Don't go away. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. My level, my level. Maybe today I don't get nothing. But tomorrow I go get something And I go buy the motor for mama But the enemy won't worry me I go show all of them tragedy No be today, no be today We start to So if I sing my song If I keep up for long Because you don't know that day Jesus Christ he go come
Five minutes past nine, City Breakfast Show. A few names also came up and have been uh, mentioned for deputy or as deputy ministers designate. Including for information, Honorable Sylvester Tete, who is MP for Botian English Amanfro. Local government decentralization and rural development, Honorable Vincent Eko Asafua, who is MP for Otafo. And communication and digitalization, Honorable Charles A. Champong is the designate for deputy minister there. Other new ministers include uh, Dakwa Newman, MP for uh, Okaikwe South, Gender, Children, Social Protection, Martina J. Mensakosa for Local Government, Rural Development and Decentralization, Lydia Sarah, so Ajay Mensah is MP for Tichiman South. Lydia Sarah Malassan is MP for Ayawasu West Wagon Sanitation Water Resources uh, designation. And then for OT region, Mr. Daniel Machato. Other deputies announced health honorable Adelaide team MP for Suta Kwaman Biposu uh, for health as well honorable Alexander Kwesiakwa is MP for Akim Oda. So that's a health minister designate deputy. Works and housing deputy is Dr. Prince Hamid Ama MP for Kwesiminti, former boss of NACA. You remember him? We interviewed him a lot on education. Lands and natural resources deputy to replace um, Benito is a Kwesi Kunedu, MP for Menshia North. Fishers and Aquaculture Deputy to replace Moses. His name is Musa Abdulaziz Ayaba, MP for Mion. Energy to replace Mesa, who has been elevated, and also to replace the deputy um, whose um, Oreko Edu. We have John Kobinasani, MP for. I'm not sure where uh, Sani is MP for. I'll check it for you. Shortly back, Collins Adumaku Mensa, also deputy for energy now. Collins Adumaku Mensa, and then for education, Kinsley Nyako of Kwada, so formerly of um, Dankwa Institute, Employment and Labor Relations, versus Ewa Kofi, MP for Upper Dintra East, is deputy for employment and gender, children, and social protection, Benjamin Setre, MP for Tano South. Now, the GRA is reminding all withholding tax agents, including VAT withholding agents, that um, all withholding taxes need to be paid to the Domestic Tax Revenue Division of the GRA by the 15th of every month. Withholding taxes for January 2024 will therefore be due by 15th of February which is today. Now, all agents may submit hard and soft copies of schedules indicating gross amounts, tax deducted, names of taxpayers, NTIN or Ghana card pin from whom the taxes were withheld. Now, if you want to speak to the GRA, get them on email, info at gra.gov.gh or by WhatsApp 0552-990-000-200-631-664. So, is it me or I don't get the sense of excitement? Is it that they've left it too late? Had this been done a year ago, would people have been more excited, you think? Yes, I think... Um, let, let me first of all congratulate all the people who have been, mm. uh, you know, elevated, reassigned, or now properly mm-hmm. 
uh, nominated for consideration by parliament mm -hmm. um, i believe uh, they have played their part and that would explain why the president thought it necessary to give them the opportunity to serve mm. at, that, at this level but bernard to answer your question i would answer it with a number of you know questions hey, you know, questions uh, to answer questions yeah because first of all is the reshuffle necessary yes it is necessary is the timing correct it depends on how you look at it but in my respectful view uh -huh. i think it is too late in the day but too late in the day yes but uh, too late is never too late right the reason being the context is important and i'll, I'll come back to too that late is never too late. Uh -huh. and then also are these the men and women who would do the job to the glory of god as to persuade the ghanaian people that the mpp deserves another um, you know opportunity to lead the, the country that's another question mm. Mm. and then also the size mm. of the cabinet of the president mm. so those are the five elements that i will use the first one is whether the reshuffle is necessary in my respectful view yes it's necessary because ghanaians have become tired there are respectfully much more senior citizens in government and it is as if they are not bringing any new ideas on board mm. um they are tired they should have left long ago willingly or the president ought to have removed them but for some reason the president stuck persisted, uh, with, persisted them. with them although it was obvious that they needed to have been a sharpening of the teeth of his government mm. uh, unfortunately efforts to get some of them out uh, through votes in parliament didn't work and uh, somehow the president now realizes that look i think i have to, I have to do something so he's been forced yeah so he has done something so um yes uh, be necessary now the second leg of the question mm. is the timing <laughs> <laughs> now what i get from those in in in, in within the corridors of power is yeah. that they want to kick hit the ground running sort of <laughs> this is in a way to support you know the Baumia, um you know campaign in a way uh, sharpen the focus of the attack of the mpp and hope that the performance of these um, people who are coming in and the ones who have been reassigned will give some energy <laughs> to the government mm. so that there will be some performance as to give some indication mm. that look the government deserves another shot at at, at the presidency and, and and leading the line in parliament mm. so 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 that is the the the, mm. the the other side of it then the question of the size but that Mm -hmm. we have been preaching on this network for as long as i can remember mm -hmm. that the size of this government is just too big yes when the president was first elected with in excess of a million votes or so mm. um in support of him mm -hmm. when he came and he made his first line of nominations he defended the huge numbers by saying that look we are in a hurry and we need these numbers as a government to discharge the plans that I have for this country. Yeah. And the, at the end of the day, let the good people of Ghana judge him by the output. Mm. Now, with the greatest respect to the president, we saw the big promises that were made. Mm -hmm. Some of them delivered upon. Mm. But on the whole, it would seem that the kind of heaven they promised, they have not been able to deliver. Mm. And well, I mean, that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's okay. Mm. The fact is, mm. many Ghanaians are not impressed by how the government has performed. 
of course they would argue covid they would argue russia ukraine war and I'd maybe throw in a few things about israel here and there but the fact is the performance that was expected of this government over a million people to spare saying that please go and cause the change you promised us mm. it would seem that while they may have done their best mm-hmm. They have not been able to overwhelm Ghanaians mm-hmm. with the kind of performance that mm-hmm. Ghanaians expected. Mm-hmm. So, if you are given the opportunity to do something about the numbers, why would I have expected that the president would have you to cut his government into half? Or more than that. All right. Because we have said here that it's possible to do it with 40, 45, 50. Mm. So, if you reduce the numbers marginally, when we are talking, we are crying about the cost to the public purse, mm. the lack of inefficiency in the system, mm. the fact that the people are not performing, delivering the goods you promised. Mm-hmm. With the greatest respect, I would have expected that the president would have, you know, gone. In fact, some deputy ministers ought not have been named at all. Yeah, some of Just them, wipe them. It's completely unnecessary. You go to health, you have two deputies. Yeah. You go to. Okay, information now has one deputy, but you go to energy, you have two deputies. You go to a few. That's 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 local government. You have two deputies, ministers of state. I mean, sending people to the presidency with the greatest respect. You know, because you have the thing you promised, you have not been able to do it that well. So, Mm. one would have expected that. Look, let's let's introduce a greater sense of agency and efficiency in the system. Mm -hmm. Then the other leg of the question that I was talking about has to do with whether these are the men and women who do the work. Before you answer that, let me read something for you to mm. help what you've said. So here's a listener. It says, so if you're a new minister sent to a ministry for the remainder of this tenure, a few things come to mind. One, the budget for the year has been done and approved. Two, these budgets were based on the plans and dreams of your outgone minister. Three, by the time you catch up with goings on to craft your own plan and direction, the media budget review period impo would have gone. Four, electioneering period beckons soon. What power can you do? It seems another Danko Akufado and his people stack the deck against us. It is still business as usual. That's coming in from a listener. <laughs> yeah, so the timing is... They don't have no, too much time. Uh, you see, the timing issue, eh? you see, it is just like you are playing football match. Mm. Depending on how many goals you have conceded, Mm. In other words, the deficit that you have to claw back. You may put Messi in if you are losing by two goals to nothing and Messi has the magic one to help you to quickly level up quickly and then perhaps win it when you have 10 minutes or so to the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Mm. But why, for some reason, with the greatest respect, you are somehow, in some people's words, losing by, say, 7-0. Um, you know, sometimes, even if you bring Maradona, <laughs> it may not in, be in right. Of not <laughs> so, so that is, uh, that is how some people will look at it. Yeah. And say that, yes, you may have brought, you know, some fresh ideas in, but mm. it will seem that the deficit that has been created by the government's <clears> own conduct and misconduct in some cases mm. uh, would lead people to believe that look this is not going to work uh, no matter how hard they try but i mean we still should give the people who are coming in the benefit of the doubt mm. because you never know eight months or nine months is a long time in politics if the economy turns around the cd is doing well brilliant ideas come in and they are able to create jobs for people the roads get a new facelift and the pre- the problems we all talk about the cd against the dollar 
uh, the situation improves and you know the conditions of service of workers mm -hmm. something happens and people are smiling then it would seem that people can have a fair assessment of whether or not the npp should get an opportunity to continue or not mm -hmm. and again there are many ostentatious uh, you know lifestyles that we see within the the the, the, the administration if, if the people coming in would show a certain level of frugality saving the public price uh, resources that need not be spent anyhow and ensuring that a certain signal is sent that look we can do things differently then there will be a fair point to say that look mm. uh, consider them mm -hmm. but for now mm -hmm. things are not as impressive mm -hmm. the government hasn't lived up fully to its potential mm -hmm. and clearly um it would seem to many people too late in the day okay Zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Can send us your own comments on this matter.
some nine days to go to the National Invitational Students Athletics Championship, the NISAC, happening at the University of Ghana Sports Stadium, brought to you by CTTV and Ghana Athletics, sponsored by Ghana Gas. Over 52 schools, second cycle schools, competing with over 2,000 athletes. Join us from the 24th to the 29th of February. Nathan, I know you love the song. I oh yeah, love nice shift. This is the Commodores. Yeah, the Commodores. Yeah, this white. was post. Okay, so this post Lionel Richie. Yes. Uh, so he had left the Commodores. Yes, 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 yes. And then they they had done Jerry Kills, <laughs> and they went white suit. Yeah. And they had this dance they were doing. You know, <laughs> yeah. the Commodores. Nice oh my goodness! Imagine when the days of Jerry Kills for men. <laughs> yeah, that would have been fun. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Jelly Kells or Jerry Kells? Jerry Kells. <laughs> Later in the morning, we'll bring you some highlights of the Swedru conversations. Brilliant discussions on agriculture hosted by the old students of Swedru Senior High School. Professor Roger Canton gave the clarion call for investment in agriculture. We hear from him later on this morning. But it's also less than a month away. The 2024 Heritage Caravan is happening from the 3rd to the 10th of March. Traveling across 14 regions in 10 days. I call it the trip of a lifetime. So apparently, Nathan, it's they said it's jelly kills. So jelly really? kills. So apparently, like jelly, jellyfish, jelly kills, not Jerry. Hold on. Eh, Charlie Sonia can do jelly kills. <laughs> the Commodores. Imagine me with jelly kills. That would be something. <laughs> oh my goodness. By the way, this song was done. Uh, it's like a, 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 um, a song for somebody who died, right? So they were talking. Let me check this. Oh, so it says Jerry Kells. J-H-E-R-I. Jerry Kell is a permanent wave hairstyle that was popular among African-Americans during the 1980s and the early 90s. Invented by hairdresser Jerry Redding. Very good. The J-H-E-R-I curl gives the wearer a glossy, loosely curled lock. So you had the likes of uh, Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson on the Thriller album. Who's this guy? Uh, I have to find that looks easy. E that must be easy. E Michael think. Jackson did it, and then I think even Donkin at some point. <laughs> I don't know, but the guys who sang this song, Lionel Richie also, yeah, had, yeah, also Richie had, had, had Jerry yeah, Kells, you know, and the 80s Kells. <laughs> we used to buy some hair cream called Kell Out. <laughs> you know, Kell Out, it was red and yellow. Charlie. those times, second this when you crop, then you put the Kell Out on top, then you wear hat. So that the Jerry Kells will come. So when you go to Intaco Charlie, the thing they beat. <laughs> Oh Lord, help our souls. Uh. <laughs> so the big event, I think the most anticipated campaign City has ever done is the Heritage Caravan. I've been on it twice and I'll pay a lot of money to get on it. In fact, I need to tell you guys this, that even at City, to get on the caravan is not easy. <laughs> because sometimes the old man will just look and say, hey, Sandra, you are in. Alaska, you are out. Sky, you are in. Later, you are out. <laughs> <laughs> so randomized yeah so like i was on 2019 and i was on 2022 i think or 2021 2022 yeah but 2020 they, they swerved me <laughs> 2018 today swerved me so this year i'm not even sure i'm on you know so i'm looking forward to the caravan 
And uh, what makes the caravan possible is it's a highly subsidized caravan because if you think about it, you're going to sleep in how many seven or eight regions, right? And you're going to visit tourist sites. You're going to eat breakfast and supper for free. You're going to be on a bus throughout. If you take a bus from here to Tamale, it's very expensive, right? And you're going to be on this bus for I don't know how long. So one of the things that helps the caravan work is the kind support of our sponsors. And I'm happy to announce that this year, Bell Pack. Oh my God. Bell Pack and uh, Blue Chem Industries part and parcel indeed bell pack and bell beverages are part and parcel of heritage caravan other sponsors include the national lottery authority girl plc hollard insurance gb foods omni basic bank in studio priscilla or say a mayor brands manager blokem industries limited priscilla good morning good morning how are you doing very well thank you i hope you brought drinks She's wearing a nice Bell Beverages top. Sheila Kata is the marketing manager for Bell Pack. Sheila, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. So are you guys the same company or your cousins? Bell Pack and then a friend is saying Bell <laughs> Blue Kim. What are you like? We are family. You are family. So it's the same group? Yes, family. Okay, so let's be clear. So what? tell me about your company first, uh, Priscilla. What does your company do? Bell Pack. Okay, okay. So good morning to your listeners. Mm. Um... So when we talk of um, Blokem, it's a mother company, but okay. I'm representing Bell Beverages. Bell Beverages. Yes. Okay. So we are into the production of Bell Cola, mm-hmm. Puka. I know your listeners love Puka a lot. Oh, yeah. The boys love Puka. Bell, uh, is that <laughs> the, green, the green one? Yeah. They Bell Cola. Po- yes. uh, yeah. Puka no, sponsors. No, no, no. no yeah, it's wild. Yeah. You didn't give me wow. some. You took her to your house. No, 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 no. <laughs> There's some. Mother's you Friday night. night, you join you us Friday. Mother's night, Mother's night. We haven't. You see, the poker is not finished. So let's Friday go to night, you join us. So Bell Cola, Panorama. Bell Cola. I'll join you. you we like have Puka. Uh-huh. We have Bell Squeeze. We have Squeeze. Tropical. Tropical. We have um, Breeze. Breeze. It's, it's a whole lot of range. Tamarinda. Tamarinda. Hey. Thank you very much. Charlie, you you know, you you're not. You're not. You're not a brand. You have done research on the. Yeah, we are an ambassador. Oh yeah. Are you mixing the drinks? Oh no, no, no. Me, I like, I like Puka, and then the Squeeze. Squeeze the orange one. Squeeze the orange one. Champion. And the Bell Cola is cola. And yes. you mentioned the fourth the one. Bell the breeze. Cola. The breeze. Yes, bell breeze. Breeze is like, what flavor? Uh, it's lemon. Yes, yes. Breeze is lemon. the lemony yeah. one. So, which of these products is supporting the caravan? Okay, so we are coming on board with Bell Cola. We are bell coming Cola. on board with Puka. And, and Puka. then also our Bell Ice. So, Bell Ice, Bell Cola, Puka will be on the buses. They will yes, be on the caravan. Yes, From Accra to wherever and to, to back. To wherever. Amazing. Let's Unlimited. Talk, I'll come to you, back to you. Let's go to Sheila. So, you are the Mikey Major for Bell Pack. Yes. So, Bell tell me about Bell Pack and what products you have. Okay, so Bell Pack, um, like you said, is a big family. So, uh-huh. it's a blow group that right. has the beverage, the water, and the tissue brand. Mm-hmm. So, with the Bell Pack tissues, we have... Then kitchen napkins, we have mm. toilet rolls uh-huh. and then pocket tissues and okay. then napkins as well for parties, those small packs oh, as well. So kitchen napkins, the, the big one. The kitchen napkins, the it's big, big one. Yes. The roll one. Yes, and then we have the dispenser mm-hmm. napkins as well. Those okay. big ones as well that we have in the dispenser machines. Okay. So we have dispenser, branded dispenser machines as well mm-hmm. that we serve corporates with. Mm. Now, we are also um, the only tissue company with scented toilet rolls. With what? Scented toilet roll. Scent to whom? Yes. Perfume toilet roll. Perfume toilet roll. So we have rose, Forgive. we have lavender, and Kai. lemon. 
Rose, lavender, and lemon. If you Thank put you. it here, the whole in place, tiro, I'm telling you. You do all. So you see, when you go there and you're doing your private thing, that gives you sense. Sense, you know. And you are the only the only tissue company with that, that had sent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it manufactured here? Yes. Everything is done here. In all this in this Ghana. Company, all yes. our products. Serious? Yes. We how can old, give you a tour to the How old is your company? Um, Bell Park has been around close to three years. Three years. Yes. And you already manufacture everything in Ghana. Yes. Why did you say yes to Heritage Caravan? Heritage Caravan for mm. us resonates mm. with our product because mm. looking at culture and heritage is all about food mm-hmm. and the ways of life. Mm-hmm. And we, f- we know and believe so well that tissue runs in all these activations. Mm. So there wasn't a reason for us to sit back and not take this opportunity. And also because this is going to be the first time ever since Heritage Caravan started to have a tissue brand. A tissue brand. It. On it. To wrap around the caravan. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. So what should we expect from your company and your company as part of the package? Are you coming on board? Are you giving us something as we are on the bus? What are you doing? Okay, so yeah, a caravan is not a caravan without drinks. At all. <laughs> Thank you. So we, we are giving uh, all our customers, our clients, uh, refreshing drinks. Mm-hmm. So from all the products I mentioned, the cola, mm. the puka, and mm. then the... Um, you put in ice chest. Yeah, we, we, be on ha- the bus. we have it on the bus. So we'll be drinking we'll the bus. We'll have it at every There's stop. Bell Cola I and mean, Puka on rotation. Mm. <laughs> like it's on rotation. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 I'll tell you. We are touring Ghana, definitely. I mean, we, we are made in Ghana brand. So mm-hmm. we, we have to support uh, our heritage mm-hmm. and then provide our client with refreshing beverages. Wow. Yes. On the bus, what about the pack? For, for tissue, we, we just realize and we know that as you enjoy the drinks and you do all this stuff definitely you need a tissue to clean up your hands yeah, man. you need tissue at the uh, when we are dining when we mm. go to the hotels we're going to make sure that each and every one mm. that is traveling going to be on heritage and um, caravan this year will not lack the need for tissue interesting are there any activities in line to engage travelers with you say you give us the products but do you have any other activities um, in terms of product knowledge, we're, mm. we, we are determined to also educate travelers and also the touch points that we're going to be going mm-hmm. about our product. Mm. We are very key. Our key interest in developing or producing stuff is about quality. And that's how come we jumped on this opportunity because quality goes with city TV mm-hmm. or city TV or city um, radio in anything that you do. Mm. So as we sit on the bus with our product, we are educating people to now make a difference between what is quality and what mm. is not quality in mm. their choices when they are out of caravan and they are buying things in the shop mm-hmm. go for the best because it's made with quality wow and then value for money interesting we're talking to reps from bell pack shirakata is a marketing manager we're also speaking to pris lausea mayor she's the brand manager for blokem who produced the bell beverages of which Nathan is salivating over the puka. Bell cola and, and bell puka. There's also Super bell ice drink. and others. They're going to be on the caravan with us <laughs> throughout the period. Products on mass. Are you guys going to be on the caravan yourselves? Will there be rest on your company on the caravan? Yes. Are you looking forward to it? Have you been? Have you? Have you? Have you traveled? Yes. Have you, have you ever done something before? like this? Before? This is going to be my first time. First but time. I have had a couple of friends who have been on it back to you. back, and I can't wait. Not as an, an individual, but for a brand to be, to be on, on the it caravan. and me being the, the road with the brand and wow. making sure that people understand what the brand is offering. Understand. I can't, so we can't wait are to you be on the, the bus as well. Or they haven't selected. Shall I take him? You have to lobby you. <laughs> so which region are you looking forward to going to? I, for me, I enjoyed the North. 
because BA and Western region, Western, Western North, those are places. I've been to Eastern Ashanti a lot of times, Walter. Mm -hmm. But the first caravan I went to, Western region, Western North, I loved it. And of course, yeah. Upper East and North, always incredible. That's for me. I don't know about yeah. you. Whether you travel for, that for, for me, I've not been to the North and I've been to the Volta region, quite a number of places in the mm -hmm. Volta region. Mm -hmm. But the the key interest for me as a marketing manager is to make sure that my brand is there is there mm. and to take caravan caravan taking the brand to the 14 regions for me is an opportunity are you in every region is your brand we region? are in um in every region especially with our yeah. drinks and we're working with the depots within all the regions mm. and it's as part of our um 2024 plan to be everywhere mm. it's just an opportunity for us so the wow. visibility we know we're going to have it in all in all we usually go to the paga border and cross mm -hmm. to Burkina Faso. I hope I will see your products there. Sure. Is there sure. a bell drink at Burkina Faso border? I'm going to get to there before we, we go. <laughs> so you, you make sure it's there. So I'll make sure it's there. <laughs> because they usually buy this kebab thing at the barrier. Yeah. It will go with your drink very well. <laughs> so you have to go Before you get there, bell ice is there, bell pack is there, bell cola is there. And then Ties you have the there. tissues to clean up your hands. We're just going to make sure we get there before the caravan yeah. on the third. You, know, you know when we did the, the swimming championship right? yeah. at the Burma camp place, mm -hmm. Bell Cola held me down. As you were Chawad, I was doing it. It was the Bell Cola that was keeping, powering keeping everything. So Charlie, shout out to Bell Cola. No, Prisma <laughs> is here, so Charlie, more Bell Cola go flow. Charlie, 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 I will deal with that. I will deal with that. Amazing <laughs> stuff. How can people get in touch with you in terms of phone number or anything? Is your company? Or where is your office? Where yes. if, if somebody wants and to get a distributor want to, or yes. somebody just wants yes. to. Yes. So for Bell Park, we're located at the um, industrial area, mm -hmm. just um, adjacent the Royal Ahimfi um, oh, okay. Chapel. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, and we, you can reach us via email, mm -hmm. hello at Bell Park Tissues. Hello at Bell Park Tissues. Yes. And the yes. pack is P-A-K. Yes. B E L P A K. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. But but where if for example do you have distributors scattered all around? Yes, we have distributors Accra. scattered Accra, Kumase, mm. okay. Western Central, mm. and then some part of the northern region as Interesting. well. Yeah. Sheila Kata is a marketing manager for Bell Park. Prisla Oseya Mayor, brand manager. See, they are coming like a guy. With all the drinks and all the products. Scented tissue. Oh. Messy. And of course, all the drinks. I can't wait for the caravan. Even though this year they misweave me, I don't care. <laughs> you know? I will give support from here. So but I, talk about our contact. Your contact? Oh, yes. Okay, yes, so yes. you can mention your contact now. Go ahead. Okay, so um, if you want to reach us for uh, the beverages, you can call our, our customer care line mm. 0544 3350. 0544 So later in the morning, as I said, the Tessa Capital is organizing a big conversation. Clarity in the chaos. Clarity in the chaos. What lies ahead for the Ghanaian economy? 
this edition of the Tesla Investment Dialogue in collaboration with CTFM will address the economy with Professor Dennis Safwa, Dr. Richwane Tuahini, Mr. Kwafeji, and Mrs. Eugenia Bashir. At 11 o'clock on CDTV. In studio, I have the Corporate Affairs Officer for Gold PLC, Irene Boachidankwa. And she's super excited. She's in a Super XP t-shirt. She's been on the caravan before. And she says this year, Yes, Yes, I can hear I can see you saying it in your head. She so said, the way you mean the caravan, Irene. Hey. She has even done ginger hair. You know, Sky, you know ginger hair? The hair, like a pioko, ginger yeah. hair against the caravan. He wants to talk yeah. the caravan. Yeah. Hey! You want to spray your, your, your hair like girl. The girl is orange. Yes. Welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you very much, Bernard. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? As you can see, I'm at my mischievous best. How is girl this morning? Oh, girl is fine. Um, is fine. Yes, we bring you, I mean, good energy to all your listeners. Mm. And um, greetings from our CEO and, and, and group, group CEO and then MD, Honorable Kwame Yosef Prempe. Yes. Okay. Interesting. So, Goal is on the caravan. This uh-huh. is the second, third, fourth time? This is our third time. Third, third consecutive year yes, of time. Goal being on the caravan. Yes. <laughs> How has it been for you guys for the past two years? It's been amazing. It's mm. been beautiful. Yeah. I mean, sharing a very rich heritage uh-huh. uh, as, 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 as an indigenous mm-hmm. oil marketing company. Mm-hmm. We can only align ourselves to the heritage caravan. Mm. And so um, for, for the past two years, it's just been telling our stories mm. as Ghanaians, um, serving Ghanaians with, with quality products mm. all across the country. Uh-huh. You know, yes. Yeah. So uh, it's about sharing our heritage as, as, as a Ghanaian company. What do you yes. guys like about heritage caravan? What do we like? Okay, so, you know, we pride ourselves with being in all parts of the country. Uh-huh. So, we like the Heritage Caravan because it gives us the opportunity to showcase all our service stations in every corner of the country mm. to, to the whole world, to, mm. to Ghanaians. So, they know that we are not only serving um, our customers in Accra, but we are serving everyone in the country. Mm. Yes. Amazing. So, what should we expect this year? What are the big things you're bringing on board this year? Okay, big things. You know, um... In previous years, we, we usually like to engage um, the patrons mm. um, for them to, you know, we want to imbibe into them the Ghanaian heritage. Okay. So, so we, we, as much as possible, engage them um, with, uh, you know, some ac- activities and activations on the basis. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we ask them very trivial questions mm. about the Goyle brand. Right. And we give them some very interesting goodies as well. Yes. So there's always fun on the bus. Uh-huh. Are you guys who feel the bus? We fuel the buses. Fuel the buses. All three buses and any other vehicles that is joining the caravan. Is there a goal in every region? Is there a goal in every district? Is there a goal in every town? Thank you. We have over 440 service stations across the country. 440? Over. Yes. So over? We, yes. So, because, wow. you know, every, 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 every time we are, we are looking at, um, you know, of course, developing the business. And so... As much as possible, we try to be everywhere. So we are, you can find us in every corner of the country. Mm-hmm. And so when we say that, um, um, it's, it's, it's actually true. And that is why we, we are joining the caravan so that we can, we can, I mean, for example, when, when, when we get to the northern region, when we get to the eastern region, and mm. all 16 regions, you'd find girl there. 
amazing yes. stuff. So as for fueling the buses, it's not... It's not a problem. Wherever okay. we get to and we need to top up, we will top up with our quality products. Mm. Yes. So there will be fun activities on the buses, uh-huh. trivia and gifts. Would there be paraphernalia, souvenirs? So many of them. Mm. So many of them. We are mm. going to showcase our girl colors, our beautiful orange and white colors. Yes. So all our patrons should just get ready for us. We are coming with a lot of good energy. Mm. I yes. think you need to play me. Hi, 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 hi. He's playing for <laughs> Girl coming, girl coming on caravan like a kite. Hi, 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 hi. Amazing stuff. So we're talking to Irene Bachi Dankwa. She's the corporate affairs officer at Girl PLC. This is the third straight year they've been on a caravan. Girl is fun. One of the things we do with the caravan is we have a day for each brand. So there's a girl ah, day. Yes, and you, they will give you things to wear. You know, and they will do girl stuff. They will appreciate girl. <laughs> yes. They will do we girl quizzes. Celebrate. We get to it's celebrate. just an incredible journey. And for me, look, Nita, when you're driving across the country in a place you've not been before, yes. Particularly on the western part of Ghana. So okay. this drive you do from second look like the Takradi drive. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Or the drive that takes you all the way from Sunyani to Bolibamboy. Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't see a lot of people. You just see grass and bush and road. And then you see the orange colour. Right there, you see you know, girl. You know, for me, mm-hmm. I I look at girl and 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 I look and I'm amazed at their evolution. Yes. Right? Because back in yes. the day, growing yeah. up, yeah, you'd see, you wouldn't really. There was no vim in the there was, Yeah, but over time, I think they've really, yeah. you know. I think the rebranding of Girl has, has given has it. Yes. I, even your stations look different. Refreshing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I think 20 Refreshing. years ago, when you go for Girls, mm-hmm. like, ah, Charlie, Charlie Girl. Everything. It's like Gal Gal thing. <laughs> you know, but now when you go and you see Girl, I think you have some of the cleanest. Nice. I, I don't know if you do competition for your cleanest outlets. The outlets that I like. Um, the the Bema Camp outlet is really good. Yes, one of our flagship okay. stations. The Bema Camp outlet yes. is very neat. The forecourt, Every time beautiful. I go there, it's big. The, yes. There's one at UPSA Junction. Yes, that's true. And which is pretty one cool too. Junction. Yes, there's yes. another one at a place called Maya Hot Junction. Maya Hot. So between Race Junction and uh, I, when you're going to Apostle Boche, it's a I new like one the, near the new yeah, bus stop. I like the Atomic yes. Down. Atomic Down. Precisely. It's close to me. Atomic uh-huh. Down. And I just like that. I just love how. Yeah. It almost looks bare, yeah. but you, you know, just the spacing, the yeah. spacing of it. When I used to live, when I used to live in Adenta, then the goal I used to use was the one. There's a place called Filling Station. When you take a Trotsky <laughs> from Adenta, there's May Construction, SDA, then there's Filling. Yeah. Mm. But I don't know if it's still girls. Sometimes they sell these. This, and there's a lot of girls in Ashaliboche as well. Oh, so when on the Adjungano Road, there's one there. When on the Ashaliboche Road, there's about two or three. Mm-hmm. So there's quite a number yeah, of girls. There's on the stretch from Atomic mm-hmm. Down. There's one at Atomic yeah, Down. There's, there's one just one very there. close to, to the University of Botanical Gardens. Station, yes. Yes. Yeah, there's another one there also. I think the Botanical right. Gardens one's also pretty nice. Oh, yes, it is. It's yes. very big and very spacious. There's another big one too at the... Um, Atomic Down, Corvina Runabouts. Okay. That's another one. They, they that's that's for you. Yeah, that, that's yes. the one I was talking about. Uh-huh, and then there's one, if you are driving towards the police station, there's okay. another one there. So they are not right. too far from each other. But God, is, God looks good these days. And Thank the you. We are everywhere. The evolution. Yes. That's why you've dyed your hair orange. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Irene. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. <laughs>
Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Two delicious chicken pieces, large chips, and free 200 ml coke. This is not just a meal, but KFC Streetwise 2. Wow, that's amazing. KFC Streetwise 2 is perfect for you at a cool 49 Ghana cities. Enjoy a moment with us by sending hi to our WhatsApp number 0551-711-711 and follow the prompts to get yours. KFC is finger licking good. Things are looking up on this side. <laughs> when you upgrade to the enhanced GCB mobile app, you start doing more with ease. Create a GCB instance account easily and conveniently with your GCB mobile app and start sending and receiving funds. All you need is your Ghana card. Pay your bills, subscriptions, and fees to multiple merchants safe and secure. Charlie, tap the app. Open a GCB instant account and experience the recoded vibe. You're able to top up on all types of ECG prepaid meters with their special card readers and keep the power on. No worries, no stress. With GCB Mobile App, you can also generate prepaid and virtual cards to use on ATM machines, POS devices, and for online transactions. Well, I pay my subscriptions and fees with my GCB Mobile App conveniently. <laughs> GCB Mobile App. Download now from Google Play Store or Apple Store. Upgrade your style. GCB Bank, your bank for life. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. All right, uh, we have some uh, 40 minutes to give you some highlights of a very thought-provoking conversation started by Professor Roger Canton. He spoke at the Swedu Conversations, which was really aimed at discussing agriculture food self-sufficiency. There were other speakers. Here are highlights of his presentation. All right, so some technical hitch there will bring you that shortly. But I feel like the old schools are rising to occasion. In the past two, three weeks, Nathan, I've received invitations from Achimoto School to be part of a conversation they're organizing. I've received mm. invitations from Opoku Wari School. Um, obviously, Swedish Secondary High School as well. And a number of schools who are all having conversations on various things, whether it's education yeah. or built environment or health. I think the old uh, the, 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 the alumni groups are very critical. Professional bodies are critical in the national conversation to enriching it. A lot of times people say we give the space to politicians alone to talk. And I think sometimes it's not the media's fault because there aren't enough willing voices. Yes. So if you have things like Swedish Conversation where you have Professor Canton mm-hmm. and about three about professors from Swedish School, the Achimota School alumni group, one on education. the Alumni Alliance from various groups are doing lectures. Opokuwari doing some lectures on health really really exciting i want to encourage professional bodies to get involved the discourse about the nation's destiny does not belong to politicians alone give your voice let your voice be heard come out and speak a cracker old boys organize a debate mm-hmm. on quality education on agriculture on sports we're talking about the black stars and performance why not let's get involved this is how you get a country moving this is how you get a country thinking let the professionals get involved in the conversation so i want to commend the old students of Swesco for the Swedish conversations on agri how do we become self-sufficient in agriculture it's a question it's an everlasting question it will never end because even the most advanced countries have invested in 
making sure that they are food self-sufficient. It's a national security issue. You can't have a country that cannot feed itself. If you depend on others to feed you, I did a case study many years ago. Pork is a national security issue in China. They will not allow you to mess with their pork because if Chinese don't have their pork to eat, they'll riot. We need to discuss how to be food self-sufficient. Here's Professor Canton. So I would like to use this opportunity to navigate us through where, why are we where we are today as a country. When we talk about revolutionizing our agriculture, that presupposes that there are fundamental things that might have what happened that, is, that are not desirable and we will need to what, navigate to get to the desirables. So quickly, this is the outline of the presentation. I wouldn't like to be reading through them because time is not on my part. But of course, we would like to go through a few issues like food security, food self-sufficiency, and some sectors on agriculture and why we as a nation cannot feed ourselves because all the, 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 the thematic data we have and the issues are always pointing to negatives. Agriculture, as we all know, is our mainstay as a nation. And without agriculture, nothing works. Our food, technical crops, and all that medicinal all are bordered on agriculture. But what is very imperative and important, I would like to stress, is agriculture is sovereignty. And this is the basis and the basic definition of sovereignty is independence, nationalism, and nationhood. So any country that cannot fix your agriculture, you are still colonized. You are not independent. If you can say you are independent, you should be able to feed your people. You don't go importing food. If others don't produce, how do you go and import? So these are some of the things we are going to look at. And of course, developing well agriculture is the main employer. And in Ghana, it's about 39.49% according to the World Bank latest report. So you can see that agriculture is quite very, very key. But how, as a people, have we been able to fare with it? These are some of the key crops, sectors, and also the various thematic areas that uh, agriculture focuses on in this country. Why can't we feed ourselves as a nation? This is the very key question, very germane question. Are we able to? Certainly not. Because if you look at the statistics, which I'll be running through some of them, you will be, uh, you'll be convinced. None of the parameters shows any positive indication. So we have an issue. But of course, the issues can be addressed if only we have the political world and also the world as individuals. That can be done, yes. What is food security? And what are the pillars of food security? Food security can be defined as when, pe when all people at all times have physical and economic access to sufficient, safe, and nutritious food that meets their dietary needs and food preference for an active, healthy life. And the four pillars of food security are availability, access, utilization, and stability. The determinants of food security, this include how well agricultural production is doing, how much food is we import, how many people are employed in the food industry, what public policies and strategies are put in place to improve food production, nutrition, and also access. The FAO defines in broad terms the concept of full self-sufficiency to be generally taken to mean the extent to which a country can satisfy its food needs from its own domestic production. And take this clearly, we are talking about not food security, but full self-sufficiency, which is desirable, can feed itself with them, 
you don't need to import from china you don't need to import from us you don't you have the money you can bring them in fine but if they do not have how are you going to import them if they also don't produce and settle down and thinking they should use their money to import who should give you food so these are the things we should be looking at so this means we're not importing from other countries that means we are what self-reliant and this is what is desirable and this is what encromise ghana needs after all these years, Ghana cannot boast of food self-sufficiency and food and nutrition security. We have a critical mass of experienced agricultural scientists of world-class standing, and some of the, the cutting-edge research by scientists include the release of drought-tolerant, drought-tolerant and stress-resistant maize varieties. In fact, it interests you to know that the first quality protein maize you know protein is not from cereals protein is basically from legumes grain legumes but we were able to come out with a, a quality protein maize which was the first in the whole world by scientists my colleagues at the cross research institute of ghana in fumiswa professor dr bedu afraku dr sala and others this is something wonderful i think you should have been clapping for ghanaian scientists because that is quality protein the whole world even americans are using our products our foundation uh, uh, maize in their breeding programs and the most highly adopted maize in the whole africa is obatampa obatampa i'm told me is good nursing mother which every african country uses that as foundation for their uh, maize programs breeding programs so we are not a country that we should be joking with yes but we don't talk a lot about our achievement like our brothers in the political sectors do. They talk a lot, we hear about them, but our scientists go under what? We stay under the, 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 we don't want to talk about our discipline. We also have released millet that are rich in iron, zinc, and calcium. These are some of the things that nursing mothers and children need to grow. Instead of going to pharmaceutical industry uh, uh, shops to be buying them, you can get them taken in directly. And you have Hausa cocoa and you have all those things that have been sold across. So the total rice that we consume in Ghana in 2023 stands at 1,500,000 metric tons. Annually, we've been picking this from outside. And we've had approximately about 50% of that is being met locally, which means the other 50 have to be imported, which means we, are, we have a problem. Yes. And about 60% of rice consumed in Ghana is imported, which amounts to about $4,391 million. That is a huge amount. And if you also you go through that, that's about $6.8 billion equivalent that is to 516 million used in rice importation in 2022 these are this significant increases ghana's vulnerability as a result of our uh, food security this is our concern so these are some of the rice producing areas in ghana that are put in, in green there i wouldn't like to, to, to labor much on this and these are the trends that is the total acreages and the total yields that we have got production patterns and then the average yields that we have so the best we have so far is about 3.5 when in actual fact we can move that to about five four to five metric tons per hectare so that means we have an issue where we can enhance productivity that's per unit area which can be done is doable yes so these are the trends 
looking at this decadal performance of the rice in Ghana, you can see the is climbing up gradually. You can see the highest that we have had was in 2021, 2022, about 3.7 metric tons per hectare. That was quite an elegant yield. That's fine. Higher than the average you get in Africa, you see. So, but it goes and here there was a small problem here, 2022, 2023, it dipped down and has started to go up again that's a picture for rice not that too good maize the same we are not doing so so well but maize is a little better in that we've been importing about 22.4 million dollars and that's about making us about the 90th uh, world's largest importer of maize which is not that acceptable it's not that very good and these are the very other things that we need and uh, you can see clearly in 2022 we had to the crop area was 793,000 hectares and we were able to do well in that year that were 3.3 million metric tons which means we, we had more than we needed that was good because it's 3 million we need and we went beyond that so it means that sometimes we can get what we want you know but sometimes we we, we get into trouble so these are the uh, the figures that we have for that i wouldn't like to waste much time on this i want to go so that we get a lot of the distance so you being the same but so it been to the deficit is also 150,000 metric tons. But that we can do a lot in soybean. Basically, it has to do with planting. We have very unacceptably low plant populations, and also harvesting is a problem. You still see women up north, nursing mothers, pulling soybean from dry, very, uh, uh, very uh, 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 dry ground uh, soils to go and trace them. That is not good enough. When we could have people that could uh, uh, come up with some engineering sample tools that we can use, as is being done elsewhere. So these are things that we can certainly uh, uh, manage. Tomato is another issue. We don't even have a serious uh, horticultural breeding program in this country, unfortunately, which I'm going to some sort of profess some of the things that we need to do as a people if only we want to navigate through distance. We should gravitate towards things that will be prophesizing in this area. You can see clearly the 400 million uh, was used to import tomato uh, fruits, not even to talk about the pace, which is also another ball game together. And you can see my friends from Gaysal, what they have. Unfortunately, Ghana is able to produce only 300,000 uh, metric tons of tomato out of almost about a huge 800,000 uh, metric tons. So we sell, but the actual figure, according to some of our colleagues, is about 100,000 uh, metric tons that we will need yearly for fruit tomatoes. Now currently the Burkina Bays, the Malians, and, uh, and Niger, I'm told they say they don't want to be part of ECOWAS because ECOWAS, we have disappointed them. They are having challenges. We don't want to support them, and we are telling them not to do A, B, C, D. And we're talking about democracy. If you are democratic, why do you interfere in other people's jurisdiction? If the Ghanaian people say we don't want something, why should someone sit somewhere and dictate to us? Who dictates to America or Russia or uh, Britain? So please, we should respect each other's sovereignty. Sovereignty is something we shouldn't tamper with, yes. So clearly you can see in 2021, we imported 33.1 million distance of onion. This more on this later on. I'll be highlighting Rida Canton and the studio conversations in subsequent programs. This gives you a teaser of what that was all about. Thank you for listening to the show. So this morning, we've been talking to the appointees of Nanaku Fado in his last leg. Right, I wish them well. My name is Ben Adavle. I had Richard Dalaskai and Nathan Kwao in studio Kalavkuda and Fred Jabano providing technical assistance and production. Got Fred, the richest man, Odu. Still the man behind the console. City News at 10, Kalavkuda, take it up.
Good morning, Bernard. Coming up, analysts raise doubts on the impact of the ministerial reshuffle by President Akufado and uh, its impact on current circumstances of the country and Parliament investigate a delay in the payment of Cocoa Roads contractors' details. The Director of Strategy and Business Operations at Dalex Finance, Joe Jackson, has expressed the opinion that the replacement of Finance Minister Ken Ofriata has come too late to make a significant impact on the economy. According to him, a new finance